global inflation has hit its highest level since 2008, OECD says. And then we also have some market indicators from Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett, and uh, it looks like there may be a big market crash coming. Or we're also hearing that we're in a V-shaped recovery and demand is so high, supply hasn't caught up yet, and the economy is just recovering too quickly. Back when the uh, market crashed in 2008, the media kept saying everything was fine. Bye, bye, bye. It's fine. It's fine. Because if they start saying it's not fine, then the market crashes. But they keep telling everyone it is fine, and then the market crashes, and then people don't trust the media anymore. So I hope y'all are getting ready for this. Lumber prices are through the roof. There's a meme going around showing $1,000 worth of lumber back in fall. Today, you can't get anything done. It's really crazy. It's making it extremely expensive to buy houses. It's increasing the cost of houses by up to like $40,000 for new constructions, Ooh. which means people are buying up houses at massive premiums, which is it's making it so middle class, working class, and, uh, and lower class people can't buy houses because rich people are desperately trying to get out of the dollar and buy houses they think are going to be undervalued. And then Joe Biden says, we want to print several trillion dollars again. Brilliant. And a petition now says, 2.3 million signatures at change.org says, print another $2,000 per person stimulus. What? Because oh that's good news for the economy. But hey, at the same time, the media is saying everything's a-okay. So we're, we're going to get into all this stuff. Uh, obviously, we, we, have, we have some stuff to talk about with, with Fauci. We can make fun of CNN because their ratings, ratings are in the gutter and they're obsessed with Trump and they know they're obsessed with Trump. And Don Lemon's complaining about how they're obsessed with Trump while they still talk about Trump. Mm-hmm. Talk about a boring thing to talk about at this point. But anyway, we're going to talk about it. And we're hanging out with uh, uh, Freedom Tunes. Shame, Freedom Shame Tunes. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to be here. This is going to be an exciting show. Very <laughs> was, pumped about the, the news we're getting here about the economy. Sounds great. I trust the media. Yeah. I well, so the media is the saying truth. the economy is on fire and the economy is on fire. How, no, no, no. For, I saw an article. How can they go wrong? I saw an article. It was like the media. It was like, it was like the economy is on fire, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds bad." It's, and I read it's mostly it. peaceful. It's a no, mostly no, no, no. Peaceful they were saying economy. Yeah. on fire means good. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, I was see. like, "Wait, wait, wait." What's like when people type in the chat? Fire, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's fire. That's yeah, fire. That's fire. Ian. That's hilarious. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. fire I had to tell myself that. Right. Heck yeah. Speaking of fire, it's like Jack mentioned this the other day. The Lionel Hutz thing on The Simpsons. Yes. It's like free consultation, no money down, and then he. It says he put a question mark. Free consultation. No, comma money down. Yeah. <laughs> Fire, comma Ian. Yes. yes. Uh, also, the internet is, has been knocked out out here. I mm. guess because there's a, there's like a storm or something. Bad. We almost so uh, whatever. We record this and it goes up on iTunes and Spotify. So uh, hey, how about you uh, just give us a good review? But uh, anyway, yeah, Seamus is here. That's right. Lydia and I almost died earlier because yes. how bad the storm was. That's We're driving back from Waffle insane. House and it was it was coming down so unbelievably hard. We could barely see in front of us. It was actually terrifying. It was, it was one terrifying. of those like sideways rains. So bad. Yeah, dude. It looked like a tornado for a second. You know, yeah. Yeah. We, we can get those warnings out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I then, saw a cow then, floating by, spiraling. Yeah. Spinning. Oh boy, yeah. 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 But that was that was the cow of its own volition. It, yeah, it, it jumped <laughs> and was <laughs> spinning. Yeah. It just I think it was a UFO actually. Spinning cow. Ian's got a crystal ball. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I'm thinking. You know, lumber might be expensive, but now maybe is the time to build a geodesic dome as your house. That doesn't take wood, right? You could do it without wood, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Every time I see a lumber truck on the road now, I'm like, I could, I could get retire. <laughs> I could retire right now. <laughs> but now I thing. don't. I'm here in yeah. the corner pushing buttons as well. Uh, Seamus, how much, uh, remember I did that voice for you on that one uh, episode? How much did you owe me? 
Oh no, oh, dude, we're no. not having this conversation right now, dude. There's like seven episodes Tim has done voices for that I've not paid him for yet. No. I'm just the I, check I, I is in send, the mail. I keep sending the invoices. I and sent then, it to you. Yeah, you know. no, I'm getting those. I, 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 I'm getting those. I've, I've seen them, Tim. You don't have to tell me. I sent I sent a check in the mail. Did you not get that? That's so weird. Oh, price man. of paper is going up because the price of lumber is going up. The checking book has gotten expensive. Actually, that that might be true. <laughs> yeah. Pencil. For, for us animators, that's really tough, which means if you want to support me and what I do, oh, check snap. out one of these t-shirts. We got Freedom Tunes t-shirts now. Just go to freedomtunesmerch.com and you'll be able to purchase one of these bad boys. Help support so, us. YouTube's kind of finicky with the uh, with the ad revenue. We don't do a huge amount with crowd uh, funding. So yeah, please purchase one of pe- these shirts to help us. People may not realize this, but uh, Seamus does all of his Freedom Tunes on paper. Yes, on paper. Uh, with, yeah. with, 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 he, he has uh, uh, paints, watercolors. Yeah, and then uh, frame he, by just, frame. he takes a picture with his with his smartphone mm-hmm. and just you know takes a picture of each and every one. It's not a smartphone. It's an it's an old Nokia. But yeah, Quality. basically, and then I text it to myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he puts it into he puts it into uh, some some free. Uni- uh, Linux software to just render it all as a single video. Exactly. It's real, real. That's why it looks as good as it does. That's true. Oh. Yeah. You get that fantastic, charming uh, style. No, I'm kidding. That's fraud, Tim. <laughs> People are going to buy these t-shirts on false pretenses. Well, how about instead they go to TimCast.com and send up to become members <laughs> by clicking the members only button and uh, Guys, you'll get you access wanna... to the exclusive members only area of the website. Yesterday we talked about the secret wars conspiracy theory and then we did like a, a whole Trump fan fiction thing where he's like fighting, flying a fighter jet and like yes. Natalie Portman jumps out and like lands in, in, on an Iranian tanker. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Mars yeah, that sounds involved. fantastic. Yeah. Brie, thanks, Brie, Brie Larson. thanks for inviting me, you guys. That's really cool. I'm Sorry. glad I was here to be yeah. part of that. Part of, part of the story is that Brie Larson was uh, recruited early on but betrayed us to the CCP, to stealing the Genesis Obviously. device from Iran to give to, the, to Xi Jinping to make him immortal. Yeah. If you want to hear that story, go to TimCast.com and become a member and you can waste your time listening to it but or, at least you'll laugh here's the thing if you want to become a member it should be to watch the after show that i'm going to be on jack's a good guy but i wasn't there in the last episode which means it's going to be significantly less entertaining yeah, my because my friends the, just ditched me but well the after show for yeah. we're, the bonus segment for this one is going to be the uh, fauci fan fiction and it's also going to be just him beating me with the two by four that he has because he Very purchased some I, I just yes. want to let everybody know uh <laughs> the, the whole hour before we're starting the show and we're setting up it's just <laughs> Me and Seamus doing various Literally. voices of Alex Jones and, and Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Fauci. Fa- droplets. <laughs> droplets. Getting your droplets Two masks. And that was it. It was just us saying masks and droplets. Masks and droplets. Yeah. And everyone's laughing. No, the funniest was when uh, Seamus was singing Numa Numa as Jordan Peterson. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> Maya he? Maya ha ha? What, what does it mean? It's like we have to actually analyze this. Well, first of all, there are some people who claim that it's, it's an entirely separate language. Like these gibberish words actually mean means something in a the, different country. The economy like, is on fire. Is that good or bad? I don't know, well, but it's like this a, guy's talking here talking here about Jordan Peterson. It's complicated, singing. man. Like is he like uh, hard times create strong men? So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Yes. All right, all right. Everybody go to timcast.com, become members and uh, then you can hear this nonsense at 11 in the private uh, freedomtunesmerch.com. All right, guys. Let's That's check it, it yeah. out. All right. Over at Fox Business, they say global inflation hits highest level since 2008, OECD says. Inflation rose by the fastest pace in 12 years. Mm. And uh, we all know what happened in 2008. That was fun. I mean, I wasn't uh, – I was, I was broke. 
you know, back then. So uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't money. it didn't impact me all that much. Do you guys remember like the market crash? Ian did. Right? Yeah, I do. it didn't affect me at all. I was working paycheck to paycheck, so it didn't mess with me much. Or renting at the time. Yeah, I was like 14, so it didn't affect me yeah. all that much either. Yep. It wasn't wasn't it was as 16. huge of a deal. It affected people I knew. I mean, it affected people. Some people I knew really horribly. Unfortunately, their families ended up on really rough times because of that. I remember when it happened. What I told people was like, everyone's freaking out, people I knew. And I'm like, listen, listen, like, here's the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like right here and you're here and the market crashes. And I'm like, I don't know. Yep. I don't know what's going yeah. on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Tim it felt me. more equal to everyone. And that's how socialism works. That's, that's right. right. The very, very bottom. <laughs> we went around celebrating. Brought to Everybody life. was cheering when it happened. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember it even until like 2011. Do you guys remember like the fallout didn't seem to start to, to rumble until like 2010 or 2011 well, what do you or something? Mean? Like the... It just became a big deal, like the fact that we had bailed out all these banks oh, and, okay. and established all this debt didn't seem to like shock people until a couple of years later. Yeah, it was this weird thing. You started to see these populist movements spring up on the right and left. You had Occupy Wall Street, and you also had the Tea Party, and mm-hmm. the establishment was clearly very threatened by them. I remember there was this show, The Newsroom, which was always putting forward the, the PC narrative in their stories, and they had an arc where the character was like horribly intimidated by the tea party and he was a brave journalist for criticizing them as if like no one on tv was doing that it was hilarious how how horribly um they were and how hard they were trying to make the tea party these villains Mm. i remember that it's heroic they Mm -hmm. still do that today they're like oh this person holds this this brave courageous revenant idea that trump is bad yeah that's really revolutionary there i'm really impressed as an as an aside for those that are listening we're we're experiencing internet troubles yes so i just switched to one of our backups because i I guess like internet across the board for our network is being hit really hard was a bit bad storm so i switched hopefully this one works it'll probably reduce the resolution but we're gonna need to get a power cable to charge because it's it's just going through my phone okay Okay. Okay. yeah hopefully that works what do you have usb-c yeah yeah i got got one right here here yeah is it long enough yeah i think so there you go Let's Boom. get it on. So that means fewer people are going to see this, so we can talk about more controversial things oh, or, yeah. or our feelings. Let's just talk about our, <laughs> our deep about private our feelings. feelings. Let's talk about legalizing hemp because if the if the wood industry, if the lumber industry really oh, is oh, going spiring, okay. interesting. Yeah. Well, let's 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 show this. Let me check this out. You want to talk about market crash? We got this uh, this tweet's going viral from Brian Nichols. Oh. It says FYI, and there's a big pile. It says Fall 2020, one thousand dollars in lumber, and you can see all of this wood, and they've painted the ends of them blue. And then next to it, it says May 2021, $1,000 in lumber. Dude, that's nuts. Oh, uh, for those that are listening, it's basically like t- a tenth. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. A tenth of the lumber? Yeah. Now, One I, quarter. I haven't been able to bat fact check this at all, but I've heard that it was had something to do with Trump's um, tariffs. So that they, the Canadian lumber won't, they won't ship it down here because it's too expensive. I don't for believe them. it. That's interesting. Yeah, I couldn't I find I anything. I don't, I don't about believe it. it. The, so we had um, uh, when we had Joe Kent on, he was talking about the Pacific Northwest mm. and timbering and all that, and U.S. regulations making it very difficult to you know source wood in the United States. I I, I just don't believe it. I don't trust the media. When yeah. they, whenever they come out and they're like, you know, Donald Trump did this, it's bad. I'm like, I don't believe you. That's like, what wouldn't they blame him for? Yeah, 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 yeah it's, yeah. it's the boy who cried wolf. I'm sure like, some of this is his fault. Right. But it's when, like you, Brian, when you Bri- label everything as being the result of Trump's failures, then it's like, we're not going to believe you. Right, right, right. Something it, actually like, is. Brian Stelter could be sitting in a room with Don Lemon, and he could fart, and then Don Lemon <laughs> looks like at him and Trump. goes, it was, it was, it was Trump. Trump. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was Donald Trump. And Don Lemon goes, I saw it. You're right. It was. It, was. it, 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 it absolutely, absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, I take credit for. First of all, if I farted, it would be much louder. <laughs> it would be the greatest fart you ever heard. Yes. So lumber. This means houses are going to spike. Yeah. It means well, that's paper. Something it's going like to nineteen thousand dollars to the average cost of a house right now. It's going to have a major ripple effect. Check this out. 
So hold on a minute, right? We got food shortages already. We got beef and chicken. And a lot oh, of people boy. keep saying, like, whenever we talk about this, they're like, Tim, there's no shortage. I'm like, okay, well, we ain't getting it. There's reports of a trucker shortage, and people are like, there's not. There's truckers all over the place. I'm like, okay, well, they're not. People, some, for some reason, people aren't driving. Yeah. Hmm. Gas shortages, food, whatever, chlorine, I don't know, weird stuff. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So think about it this way. Somebody's got to do a job. There's a lot of jobs that require wood. That's why people go buy wood all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to these, these these guys that I know they build skate parks, and I asked them about like, hey, what's going on? Like, what have you seen? And they they basically told me it's really bad right now. And so here's what I'm worried about: these guys are going to go to their clients and be like, hey, you know, normally we do these these events, and it costs a hundred thousand dollars to build the park. Okay, well now it's going to cost five hundred thousand dollars to build the park, mm-hmm. and the event is going to be like, nope. that's literally our entire budget. We still got to hire labor, labor. We got to rent space. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. We'd have to charge $200 per ticket instead of, you know, $20 mm. or, or, or $40. So they say, okay, we're not doing it. Events get canceled. This exacerbates the labor shortage. It means that without the raw materials to do the work, there's a ripple effect. It's not just the wood that you can't buy. It's the, it's, it's the construction jobs. Mm-hmm. It's the jobs that those jo- uh, that, that money goes and circulates to. So sandwich shops. Yeah. It's it's the events that we're going to hire the contractors to build the thing for them in the first place that now can't do it. Think about like like shows, like stages, like Broadway mm-hmm. or something. We got to build a set. Sorry, we can't get the wood. No no show. Mm-hmm. And then people don't work and then no money. There's already a labor shortage. It's, it's crazy to me that they're talking about how it was like we're in a V-shaped recovery. Here, <laughs> let me let me pull this up. We got the story. It's Fox this Business. This is what a recovery looks like. Huh. The V-shaped recovery is here. And I'm like, it's, it's worse than it's ever been. What are you talking about, man? Uh, so we... Man, the internet went out again. Hmm. Hmm. So this must be a, a regional outage because yeah, my phone, you know, should not be cutting out like that. But uh, not. This is brutal. What well, when you live in the middle of nowhere. Welcome yeah. back, everyone. <laughs> yeah, to the hottest of the hot. That's the right. Awesome. Guess we can try satellite. Show. We're just gonna. We're going to our third internet show. option right now. Backing it up to satellite. That's Maybe right. we'll get in a little bit more of a fluid. Uh, vibration that way. We love you. Please stay tuned. Yes, We're doing please. our best. What this is is telling me is that we desperately need a materials revolution. I wood is incredible. Graphene. We need a yeah, graphene revolution, absolutely. Tim. If, if that's what you think, then then I, I'm with you, man. I agree. That for real, or or just figure out how to like you know you can recover plastic and then um, break it down with mushrooms like a pestilopsis yes. microspora and turn it into sugar. Interesting. You can, yeah, I'm told, I don't know. Please educate me on this. I don't you, know anything about it. You can use that sugar and, and alloy with other materials to create like building materials. Wow. So, so you can re- recover plastic, digestive and recovered plastic. So, so why do you think this isn't being done right now? Because the copper industry has a huge monopoly on the system right now. And obviously the, the lumber industry. You can see William Randolph Hearst, amongst others, you know, tree magnets. They, they want to. They don't want hemp to be legal. Randolph Hearst actually tried to get people to make it illegal because it was I've competing with his wood. Hmm. Um, and competing with his wood. I was going to say. Literally. <laughs> literally. That's literally what was and happening. Can't we take were you all kids years old. Mad yeah. wood competition back in the 20s and 30s. Uh, and then what, what other materials are, are up for? Obviously steel. the petroleum industry, steel, the steel yeah. industry, which is like mm-hmm. the coal industry. It's Dude, it all ripples. And so they keep saying, it's like, oh, supply just needs to catch up. It's like, bro, nobody wants to work. Yeah, exactly. No, nobody's working. And here, I, I, I just got I, I got a bunch of these stories. But look at this one. PBS. Are unemployment benefits keeping Americans home? That's oh, look hilarious. at the labor shortage, and it's from yesterday. <laughs> wow. Does, does paying like, people not to do something stop them from doing no, no, it? <laughs> this is the problem with leftist media is that the right was talking about this months ago. Yeah. Last year, Thomas Massey and, and some Republicans were yes. like, hey, don't pay people not to work. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Now PBS is like, hmm. That's, that's how you destroy your economy. It's incredible. Yeah, you can't pull out from it. Yeah. The entire unemployment industry is based on like, mm-hmm. here, we'll pay you 
If, but if you start working again, we're going to cut off your benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible. What the heck? Right. So when you're getting 16 bucks an hour, <laughs> what, what, what are they going to pay? This is the, you know what's creepy? We were, trying to, uh, uh, we were trying to order food here the other day, and a bunch of the restaurants were just closed for no reason. Oh. Yep. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Wednesday is at Memorial Day. You know what I mean? Like Memorial Day was Monday. Tuesday they were closed. Wednesday they were closed. And I'm like, did people just not show up? Yep. So, yeah. we, so it was funny because we ordered food, and then it defaulted for today because for no reason the restaurant was closed the other day, and I guess you know, no one noticed. Mm-hmm. And so when you clicked order – it just defaulted for the next availability. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the food arrived today? Yeah, we had it. It was delicious. Oh, okay. it was that works great. out. You know, shut up. And I'm like, okay, so I guess they reopened. I was worried that they were going to be like permanently closed or something. Maybe it's just if people wanted a longer long I, weekend, you know? It definitely would probably coincide with not having a lot of customers too, I would think. Because most businesses wouldn't shutter for three days for Memorial Day unless they were not Dude, you, money. Dude, you drive around. If you can't around. have employees though, I mean, if people aren't showing up, kind of don't have a choice. Yeah. You drive around looking at these restaurants, and they're just, like, offering crazy amounts of money. Oh, yeah. The, the Waffle House had a sign yes. that was like, we are fighting the pancake patriarchy. <laughs> Please apply here. And no, like, we'll promote up. women more. I'm not yeah, kidding. Yeah, we'll promote women. It yes. said pancake patriarchy. Yes, did, the pancake yeah. patriarchy. I yeah. was like, you know what? I'm not eating here. It is ridiculous. <laughs> now we oh, eat this. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. But they, they were trying to push uh, social people. Social justice. To, yeah, yeah, it was like using social justice stuff, but to try to get people to work there. It was very strange. Oh, yeah, gross. because the people with college degrees are the people who are going to be working. Waffle House. Oh, seriously. It makes sense. It's true. Oh, my right. goodness. You're right. Roasting them, man. That wow. True, that's brutal. That that, 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 that's mean to the Waffle House people. I know, yeah, true. honestly, I'm no. In all honesty, yes. Like, the people at Waffle House, like, work pretty hard. Yeah, you know? that's You're true. About, like, yeah, why are you working in Waffle House? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think most uh, <laughs> college students in the liberal arts field are, not, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't, like, survive at a job like Seriously. that. Seriously. Well, you got to pay your back your loans, you know. That's true. Yeah. And if yeah. your love of theater is, is that <laughs> Strong enough, you got to do it somehow. I've been there. So what do we do? Uh, we got this story from from uh, Business Insider. Warren Buffett's favorite market indicator hits 200% signaling stocks are overpriced and a crash may be coming. Well, that's almost like they just flooded the market with liquidity without really mm. thinking about the long-term effects. It does seem like that. Yeah. I mean, I wonder <laughs> if they were thinking about the long-term effects. Do you look at the things that have been hit? Beef and gas? Yeah. I don't supplies? know. I really think they just look for these Band-Aids to slap onto things and they hope they'll be able to yep. figure something out later. I don't think it's intentional. I don't think they're trying to destroy it. I think they're just unbelievably short-sighted. Makes sense. Yeah, I was saying the other day that it's like uh, the solution is, is is exacerbating the problem. Mm-hmm. They, they don't they don't know what to do, so they're like the economy's on is, is in flames and it's collapsing. So just pump more money and print more money like crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's what most of these countries do when before hyper hyperinflation hits. Yes, the economy starts stagnating, so they print money and spend it. Mm-hmm. They do these big government spending packages where they're like, I know if we print a bunch of money and then spend it ourselves, that will kickstart the economy because then the people yep. we hire will buy stuff. And then you end up with trillion-dollar bills. Yeah, mm-hmm. modern monetary policy. They did that after World War II. They, they invested in the infrastructure, though, and were able to rebuild like factories and things that they were, actually did kickstart the economy, seemingly. But they didn't do that this time around. They just gave the money out. Did you guys hear that Russia dumped uh, like $45 billion U.S. dollars from one of their funds? What? No. Russia's – they don't want to uh, – I mean, it's, it's not like it's the most amount of money that's in the world bad. or whatever, but that's $45 billion yeah, it's quite they're, a few they're selling off. So if Russia is trying to get off the dollar and China is trying to get off the dollar and, and China is using dollars for the Belt and Road Initiative, 
I think uh, maybe buy some. Uh, maybe you guys should try to get out of the dollar too. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah. Give, I'm not giving financial advice here. All right, I'm not qualified. But American but citizens, I are. personally think it might be a good idea to try to diversify your portfolio a little bit. If you have savings, maybe you should have something else. What if they don't have a portfolio or savings? What do yeah, you do? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a very serious problem. But I guess my point is, if you have money saved up, it's probably. I mean, I shouldn't say probably. There's a chance it will not be quite as valuable down the line, and that um, might might be more so the case than it usually is. I mean, yeah, we could see the. I mean, maybe halving in value. I don't know, but I. I don't have a lot of faith in the dollar right now. Dude, if you're, if, so I'm talking to these skate park guys. If I was trying to get any of the work done today, four to five times the cost, impossible, we'd be able to do it. Yeah. We would not be able to get any of that job done. Yeah. So all the stuff we have right now, this is what you got to realize. Everybody, if you watch like the Cast Castle vlog, we got like the venue we're putting together. We're going to be doing these live events. It would be impossible if we didn't already do it last year. Mm -hmm. Think about what that means. The economy has taken a hit that bad. Yeah. I am telling you right now, last year we hired a company that came and built stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to use that stuff so that we can do shows and expand the business. It would be impossible for us to do it today. We got to get creative with materials, I'm thinking, for construction because I had plans to like go build wood stuff. But I don't think – I think we mm-hmm. got to either get shipping containers or um, – I'm open to other ideas, like geodesic dome style stuff made out of plastic. I don't plastic. what, steel, plastic? plastic like steel yeah. and plastic, plastic maybe. cheaper? Probably. I don't know, man. Probably, but it's not, I don't know. ABS, we'll 3D print everything. Dude, we could piece 3D, by piece. We can 3D print the joints <laughs> and the tubes while. to make like giant domes out of. Dude, this is brutal, man. Our internet yeah. is fried. Oh, There's nothing we can do sorry, about it. The YouTube everyone. show is suffering as a result. Can you, what's up guys on YouTube? Let's, let's go to Super Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I see lots of Fs. I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone. yeah I don't think I can do about it. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I'm chill. having fun with yeah. you guys, you know? I, I would just be hanging out with you guys tonight anyway. I know, right? Like, not that. We have satellite, the satellite's down too. Dang, Rude. that's rough. So we should. Are you going back to the flip back to the the fastest internet and just? I'm trying. Just man. hope. Trying yeah. to make it work. Y'all. I mean, what, what a recipe for disaster we have here. Not just in terms of your internet, but in terms <laughs> of the economy overall. I mean, with the dollar, what? Yeah, inflation being as high as it's been since 2008. The stock market being drastically overvalued, at least according to Warren Buffett's indicator. I mean, usually what happens is when things uh, go downhill, when you have a recession. They try to put a bunch more money out into the economy. They try to increase liquidity to get people investing. I don't know, like, what do they expect to be able to do this time when it crashes? It seems like... The The Great Reset! Yeah. Yeah. Like a problem with our system of government, and it might not just be our system, democracy, and four-year terms for presidents, but these people come into office with, like, a four-year vision. They don't have, like, a long-term goal because if they try and start a 20-year plan right now, in eight years, they're gone. Exactly. This kind of a system incentivizes short-term thinking from political leaders. But having a dictator that's, like, for life would be obviously bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, but this is the thing, right? We are taught in schools from day one, like, democracy equals good, monarchy equals bad, so we never really think about the downsides of democracy or some of the potential positives that came along with monarchy. And one of the positives that came along with monarchy was that the king had to really think about the long-term health of his kingdom because he was going to be leaving it to his children. So if they accumulated a lot of debt, that would be very bad for his lineage. But in our current system, the only way a politician can actually make money is if they do everything they can to pull wealth out of the system during their short term and leave the people with less overall. 
And this actually incentivized our leaders to want to have children. Yes, like literally right. establishing a new church so you mm-hmm. could marry different women so you could get a son, <laughs> right? Like that sounds yeah. insanity. Yeah. But to be yes, fair, that's absolutely. a little far. But they really wanted to have mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Now, almost none of them too. Angela Merkel doesn't have any. Macron doesn't have any. A lot of these leaders just have they don't really care about the future because they don't really care about their kids. Exactly. There was that quote from John Maynard Keynes when they asked him, what a, what a perfect person to bring oh, up yeah. right now, right? <laughs> they asked him, well, what do we do when we accumulate too much debt? And he said, well, in the long run, we'll all be dead. Oh, of course, John Maynard Keynes oh. never had any children. So, of course, he had that attitude. But it's funny. You can really tell how optimistic or pessimistic a person is based not on whether they say they're optimistic or pessimistic, but on whether they tell you they want to have children. And And people who want to have children are usually more optimistic about the future than the people who say, no, I can't bring kids into this world. Well, they're almost always pessimists. It's funny. I remember my dad kind of running this experiment. We were at a a bar together right after I graduated college, and he was asking uh, people around my age, are you an optimist or a pessimist? Oh, I'm an optimist, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Are you going to have kids? I don't know if I could bring my kids into this world. It's like, okay, well, then you're a pessimist. And it's just interesting. Like you said, all of these foreign leaders – don't have children, or if they do, they have a very small family. I think it's because they don't have a whole lot of faith in the future. Does Putin have a family? I, I think he does. does. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does. Yeah, he's Wasn't there a video of like him teaching his daughter to do like yeah. Jeet Kune Do or something? How to interfere in elections. <laughs> <laughs> like, first, you send ballots to this. First, you have non-state actors buy $46,000 worth of Facebook ads. Right. <laughs> she's like, she's a little kid and she reaches over to press enter and she looks at him and he like nods at her and then she presses enter and it says like Facebook ad purchased $1 and he's like, oh, <laughs> like so quick. And then you see the electoral map switch. Yeah. He's like, yes, good. I'm so proud of you. Yes, like, it's how <laughs> oh man look what the world is being deprived of this comedy gold because of the we're, internet we're, we're, we got nothing we're not live oh, <laughs> oh, we're not live. Well, in that case I'm going to get another water bottle do it that no works. one said you could leave no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's anarchy no one's ever going to know oh man uh, it's the apocalypse it really does feel like it they're out to get us with this internet thing here's the thing yeah I, do it's go because on. Seamus is here yeah. it's true. He's, he's grabbing his candy he's getting fire <laughs> <laughs> it's fruit by the foot. You know what? That's right. It all started when he started promoting that merch. That's that's <gasps> that t-shirt. What is that? FreedomTunesMerch.com well, merch? I was trying to tell people to get out of the dollar, Tim. That's Send those right. worthless dollars to me. Get some Freedom Tunes merch. I know. I want to excite people to diversify from the dollar without panicking people about the dollar. I mean, obviously, the writing's on the wall, but... You know, don't sit in one. Absolutely. I think you're right. And you know, another thing I've been thinking lately, because I started hitting the gym more lately. Oh, yeah? Um, I think that you should invest in yourself oh, so that true. when it really hits the fan, nope. you're prepared. What do you mean mm-hmm. by invest in yourself, Lydia? Hit the gym. Get okay. stronger. Eat right. <laughs> okay. Make yourself <laughs> like... I feel really targeted a, right now. Eating a fruit <laughs> snack. <laughs> um, Get smart. You know I'm right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, I've been working out more lately. Heck yeah. Every, everybody should be... Super ripped, wearing a red flannel and carrying around now an axe talking. to chop down some trees. That's right. And build a log cabin. That's what I'm saying. Are we Exciting. talking about Jack Murphy right now? Nope. No, yeah. we're talking about everyone. Women, men, Everyone's. dogs. If the, uh, dogs. If the Denver Chickens. house, <laughs> Chickens. we had a couple of trees <laughs> at, at Tim's other house back in Jersey. Oh gosh, and yeah. we cut them down, had them cut down, and then... So we had all this wood in the backyard, and I was, we were just kind of chopping wood, you know? So That's hard. some dangerous stuff Dude, if you don't know what it's you're doing. Fun, though, chopping wood? Like, you got to so wear hard. proper shoes, obviously, mm-hmm. not sandals. Yes. Um... Good like, eye, eye protection. I mean, you come down hard on those, on, and 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 wood is sharp. It is. It really is. And I tried a few times, and I was like, "Oh, my upper body is so weak. Like I have to hit the gym harder. This is insane." When we chopped those trees down, 
they like the, the people aimed the tree properly. Mm-hmm. So they like measured the, the top, the height of the tree and the size of the yard. That's and great. then once they got everything measured perfectly, the tree came down at a perfect angle to avoid hitting anything. But when it hit the ground, the whole, it was like an earthquake. It was insane. You could feel everything. It was nuts. Dang. Yeah. I must have been sleeping. Really? Yeah, this whole episode's off the rails shot. now. Yeah. Because, That's wild. Because yeah. no one's ever going to know. See, this is... Dude, this we just is... want the audience to know this is why you guys have to tune in. Because when you're not watching, we just lose our minds. We do. It's so one of our chickens might be transgender. <gasps> what? Oh, How? Really? Yeah, no joke. All is right. It? Yeah. I think it's intersex if it's just an animal. No, no, no. no oh, what do you mean uh, by transgender? Like it's so a male acting female? It's a female that has become the male because there's no male. She's a and so the other night we had the we had the fire department come out because the alarm went off. And yeah, that was great. Nobody <laughs> would take responsibility for why it Who went off. Who did it? Because here's, here's what probably happened: like it's it was four in the morning and the Ian smoke alarm went off. Drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was probably was someone you. just like doing something dumb, like turning losing a lighter, like smoking or, crack in the kitchen, yeah, or or, or, does, or yeah. baking potatoes. Who knows? Yeah, and everyone's like, "Wasn't me? Wasn't me?" So the only thing we can do is like we got to call the fire department out because it could be electrical fire. Mm-hmm. Right, the alarm's going off. We got to do a full yeah. sweep. But anyway, when it came out, the chickens, you know, they all wake up and they all walk out, like all slow looking at what's going Aww. on. And then one of the chickens started crowing. What? And I was like, what's this noise? Uh, and then I looked over and I watched it and they all yeah. stopped. They all stopped and just stare at me. I'm like, which one of you is yelling? <laughs> which was it? And then, and, and then they don't, nothing happens. They didn't And then answer. I'm like, okay. And then I walk away and then I hear the, the crowing again. So I walk over and I look again. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't see anything. They won't tell and you. And then uh, I, I walk away, and then I turn around right away, and then there it is. <laughs> It was Roberta, and she was like, Aah! Robert? And she, and, or Roberto. Yeah, it's Roberto yeah, Roberto, now. Yeah, but yeah. I, so I looked it up, and apparently there's a thing that happens with one in 10,000 chickens oh boy. where if there's no rooster, they're at the top of the pecking order. They start acting like, like roosters. Funny. And they do it because they were alerting the, the, the hens to danger. And so there's the crazy thing that happens. Apparently, they only have one ovary, and if it gets infected or shuts down, they actually will lose their right. hen bodies oh. and grow like rooster plumage. And then start actually roosting and, and roostering. Tim, is, I don't need to hear this liberal nonsense. All right, <laughs> this, I know this is like a gender studies course. I know that's what this I'm, is good. Uh, this is actually more like Jurassic Park in my mind. Life is, uh, 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 finds a way somehow. It's basically what happens. But can it has they reproduce? nothing to do with anything. No. Oh, it has nothing to do with. Any, I know. I was. I was, real, I was kidding. Just at a certain no point. That's insane. Of like you know. So it went, before the show starts, we have like all of these 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 topics lined up, and then uh, I don't think anyone can hear because we we disable the the the, the audio, but. I'm hearing a like every three seconds, and I'm like, I can't. I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah, we're just, we're hanging out. We're just gonna watch Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Let's just do Mystery Science Theater three thousand. We'll just watch a movie. So we still have some news we can talk about. But uh, uh, Seamus, do Jordan Peterson. It's like, man. Okay, (laughs) if you're gonna ask me to do Jordan Peterson, the moment no one else knows what to talk about, all I have to say is the man's work isn't so trivial that it can be distilled into this caricature every single time. You don't know what conversation to have because there's something wrong with the internet, man. That's not how it works. It's like that's not fair to the man. It's really offensive. You know what's bugging me though? We've got. High speed, very yeah. expensive internet. We've got standard cable landline internet. Yeah. 
we have mobile Wi-Fi backup and satellite, and yeah. they are all down. It was a crazy storm. Uh, multiple machines. No, it's I don't know what that's like all about. It's three in the afternoon, too. That's when I was getting Is there that. an internet outage going on maybe somewhere? Let me check. I was down having some there. weird stuff with the internet earlier when I was uploading my video, but. Okay. Um, speaking of Roberta, the chicken, mm-hmm. is she the brown oh, one? Oh, hey, hey, hey. There, there's, there's a bunch of, there, there are some outages. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it looks like Discord, Counter-Strike, Call of Duty, Steam, PayPal, uh, all have big spikes. HBO Max has a decent spike. It's not everybody, but there's a decent amount of services that are that are reporting huge spikes and outages. Ooh, we're going. I don't know. Call, Call of Duty and Counter Strike. It's not like critical infrastructure there or anything. But, but I tell you, uh, well, it, that's your opinion. Until the because <laughs> people, yeah, gas prices, food, all this, yeah, blah blah blah. But if the internet goes out. People are going to go crazy. People are going to lose their Oh, lives. I will be so relieved. Dude. <laughs> and then I go, I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm free. Tim, how, how are people going to get Freedom Tunes t-shirts? How are people going to buy Bitcoin? You know what I'm going to do? What? If the internet just like just stopped working, I would go I would go find some red flannel and a, an axe. Mm. And then I would just get some boots and i just walk into the woods and be like, well, I better start practicing. Spend right. two years out there that, cause, write a book. Cause, well, because everybody knows that in order to be like actually to be able to survive, it starts with just being a lumberjack. Yeah, that's exactly it. You have to be a lumberjack. That's the only way you so can make it. That's the only way. True, yeah. Would you start with a small tree and no, work on. your way up? Or Absolutely would you just look for not. the biggest, hardiest? No, because you have to let the small tree grow. You're just that's wasting a good it point. at that point. I would rather supervise. Seamus, you do the work. Yeah, I, I look, listen, I know what I'm talking about here, all right? I'm an outdoorsman. I'm a survivalist. You're like a master lumberjack. Yes, <laughs> basically. And I could go out there, you just give me, I don't even need an axe, man. I need like a hatchet and a great redwood and maybe like five, ten minutes. People are just tuning in right now, not understanding the context about the internet. And they're like, what is, is the internet about? working mm-hmm. now? Yeah, no, yeah no, the I internet's mean, been out. It's, so we it's, just it's cutting in and out. Okay. So it's just like, you know, yeah. we're chilling. Yeah, I'm Expect- sorry, guys. My back hurts. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you working out earlier? Hurt? I'm no, sorry, No, I think Tim. I pulled some. Oh. oh. I, went and, I went and bought an obscene amount of guns. That's fantastic. Yeah. I wish I was invited, but I was sleeping. I was napping. Oh, that's so right. You I, were specifically not invited. Yeah, well, so, right, so exactly. this. I was also said, Tim, like, sent me a text saying, don't come. And I was asleep, so I didn't get mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't want him to come. Do you want to talk on the specific guns that you bought? No, I, well, no. I mean, I don't even know. Just, he I lost them in a boating walked accident. Walked in, and I was like, I was like, all of them, please. Uh, so what happened is, yeah, I did buy a lot of guns. Um, Good. I, I texted Crowder. I'm like, don't show anyone this video. <laughs> here's a, here's a, and he oh, was like, nice. nice. He's like, say what again? Uh, no, so I, I did, uh, uh, I think I, I, I did a segment today talking about, like, there was a brief pause in money reporting. A lot of people are talking about the M2 money supply. Yeah. Remember that thing where, like, the spike goes straight up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, like, I, 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 we've, we've talked about it quite a bit, and people are like, Tim, you're wrong. The M2 money supply, they just changed how it's reported. And I'm like, did you read what it says? My understanding, I could be wrong again. What they're saying is that savings accounts used to have restrictions on how much you could transfer out of the account, and they removed that because of COVID, effectively turning savings account into checkings account, che- checking accounts, which made the money supply explode because all of a sudden people could oh. now use their savings, oh. like, really, really quickly. So if you look at, uh, uh, I'm sorry, that's M1. If you look at M2, the spike is less pronounced, but there is a big spike. And so I'm looking at all this. I'm looking at the story about, you know, Berkshire Hathaway. I'm looking at AMC stock just is nuts, like $75 yesterday. I'm looking at Dogecoin and I'm like, bro, Joe Biden wants, well, let me, let me see if I can, let me, let me see if I have the story. We'll pull up two trillion dollars in taxes. But six trillion in spending and twenty-two trillion in borrowing. What can go wrong? And I was like, I should buy stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, but what do you buy? Stock. 
Stock? No, I mean crypto it, and land. Gold and crypto, I guess. Yeah. Copper. So I bought guns. Not yeah, because guns are always going to be good investment. Man. I'm sorry, it's but 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 not because I'm like the apocalypse is nigh. No, I was actually thinking like if I buy a car, mm-hmm. cars go down exactly. in value immediately. Exactly. I have some cryptocurrency. I have some gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a good thing that's functional and important? So what did I get? I bought mouthwash. Yes. Isopropyl alcohol. And guns, mm-hmm. because guns are, are are like they're machines. They're simple machines. They work yes. well. And my worst case scenario is like I just you know end up selling them back to stores or something, or just have them. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you know it'll, it'll be fun to go to the range and we can film videos and we can talk about. I, I look at it like the worst case scenario for me is I have these guns. We can just do vlogs where we're like explaining and we get someone out to talk to us yeah. about the different kinds and everything. And I'm just like, I don't want to sit here. And just have dollars that are disappearing. It was, I'll tell you, it was really yeah. freaky because we built this, this, the park, the, the skate park for the, for the vlogs and the shows. And we're like trying to make this big fun space. Yeah. Some people said it's like fantasy factory or whatever. And I was like, I want to make a big cultural thing. And I'm looking at the prices to do what we already did. Yeah. It, we wouldn't be able to do it right now. Jeez. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so I'm like, so, so, so by sheer nature of just having money sit around, I've lost the ability to grow yes. the business. Yes. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yes. So it's like, I'm trying to figure out what to do. I'm like, hire, hire a bunch of people ASAP. Just hire that's, everybody. That's, like, you're hired. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd rather have the person here doing backflips and cartwheels in the front lawn than just having money disappear. Yeah, but yeah. then the problem is, as the, uh, as the dollar inflates, it becomes more and more expensive to keep all the people you just hired. That's a good point. I mean, well, if, like what? Like the food will get too expensive? Yeah, like their cost of living is going to increase a lot. Yeah, no. Then I'll just build, you know, like a, uh, the Tim compound. Fun fact. No, no. We'll get we'll we'll get maybe like a couple hundred square feet, but we'll make you know stand up sleeping rooms so we can fit three hundred. That's people just called the closet. Bad <laughs> <cages. laughs> yeah. What we'll do is we'll get sleeping bags that hang, oh. so you 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 climb in and zip up and just hang, and you don't need space. That's smart. And then it's time I like to wake that. up. They come in, hit it with a Who stick. Who needs privacy? Yeah. No we'll just put them all against the wall. In fact, we'll double them out. We'll double them up. Just use plastic the, hold bags. On. There's the, a lot of cicadas out. Eat the bugs. <laughs> the front of your sleeping bag has another hook to hang another person in the sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have like a little kangaroo pouch, scalable. dude. We're all going to get real close, huh? People should get out of cities, man. If no, you no can, joke. that's a good, a good, a good, really good idea. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Like, I, I go outside, you know, there's like, like an egg. Like, I walk into the chicken thing, there's like an egg. I just take it, and I'm like, I wash it off, and I eat it. That's it's true great. in my city, too, but I live in a very southern city, you know, just eggs. Up. What so, city? So I'm just, I, I don't want to dox myself. Oh, you know? smart guy. So, so the cicadas are getting crazy. They're like, at first, they're on the trees, and they're, they're, they all scream. Have you ever heard of, have you, have you caught one? It's their wings. I hear they're, they're flapping their wings so fast, it sounds like they're screaming. No, Isn't no, no, that no, true? no, no, no. Uh-uh. They're actually screaming? I don't know if they're actually screaming, but there was one flying above me, and it wasn't noisy. And then when I went to swat it, it went right up. Whoa. And I was like, wow, that's Yeah, freaky, that happened, dude. dude. One of them landed on me, and then I was like, get off me. And I, like, blew on it, and I was like, Bleh. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrifying. So uh, I, got, I have this thing called the bug assault. Yeah. Oh, I love it's that a thing. pump-action salt blaster for bugs. And so what happens is a cicada, when it, like, flies at me, I take its wing out and then toss it to the chickens. So, so I basically been harvesting the cicadas from the air to give to the chickens. The chickens are going us. They're eating them all up. When Tim said he bought a bunch of guns, that's what he was talking about. A bunch of salt yeah, shotguns. Nerf, nerf. That's what I call an assault weapon. So the thing about the cicadas is we had those in the area I grew up. I grew up right outside Chicago. And we got that. I think we we're about two years different from you guys with the 17-year cycle. But the ground was like black. It was just covered in cicadas. It was worse than it was here. They were everywhere. Yeah. I saw a photo from Loudoun County. And it was a bush with every leaf was just covered in cicadas. Like it yeah. was like a bush, but it was brown. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, wouldn't it be great to just, like throw a net over that, catch them all, and throw them into a chicken coop? And then just eat them. Just eat the bugs. Don't don't. Eat Why not? The What's case. wrong? I heard with it tastes terrible. I've heard. Yeah, I, somebody told me that one of their friends ate. Or I think uh, somebody here was telling me that their their boyfriend ate one and that it tasted disgusting. I don't even remember. No, delicious. You no, should try I don't it. Believe you. You should try it. No, no it's really good. Do not. it on air. No, now we're talking. You got to grind it up <laughs> and put it the powder in the like tub a, yeah. and soak in it. Exactly. Why don't you make cicada bread? I don't want to. I will. <laughs> I will. I just. Don't, I don't See, know. the thing no, is, like, it, we, we, cool. we made cricket we bread, that, but they yeah. were farmed crickets. Yeah. They were farmed, fried, and milled. Interesting. The, the cicadas are like, dude, they're out of the ground in like the middle of nowhere. There's going to be like weird parasites, uh, and they have that. They have that new that, that. Well, I'll tell you this: they have some kind of like fungus disease. That I think they're they're now they have psilocybin in them or something like that. Oh my gosh! Did you what? guys hear that? Did you hear something like that? I did. What? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Whoa, people, dude! Are people going on cicada yeah, trips? Yeah. So they're getting this fungus and it makes them go crazy and they become even more um, insane about having cicada babies and they start shaking really, 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 really fast and they basically like implode. Their so, butts yeah. fall off. Yeah, their butts. Uh, fall off. What? Have you confirmed that it's psilocybin? No, it Ian's like I want to eat them now. I'm looking into it. No, it's it is some form of hallucinogenic fungus, oh, though, which is really interesting. So wait a minute. Next thing we know, like these, Ian's in the these, backyard with a big jar. I, I did like it. I, no, ate, I didn't. Don't eat. Don't, don't eat the bugs. Cicada mushroom. Cicada don't mushroom. Smoke the bugs. Or fungus. Smoke cicada. No, no, none of that. Like it might, if it's ergot, that'd be interesting. Are you guys familiar with ergot? Yeah, that's yeah. what uh, LSD comes from. Yeah, they they synthesized it out of uh, ergotamine. LSD is synthesized out of ergotamine, which no, is a fungus that grows in rye. Yeah. yeah, and like they say, the Salem witchcraft trials, they went insane because they were getting ergot poisoning yeah. and they didn't know. So they thought everybody was like, oh, and all these things in the past have been attributed to it, like the dancing plague. Have you ever heard of that yes. in Europe? Mm. Yep. All these people just started dancing, and they, it was during the plague, and they just came out of their houses, and for days they would dance. And Until they, they died. Yeah. Disco fever. And Disco then it started, <laughs> it started what it was. spreading. Ergot Dude, poison. could you imagine being like a woman during the Salem witch trials, and you're like churning butter, and then all of a sudden some guy walks up to you, and he's tripping balls, and he's like, witch! <laughs> so then they it's beat horrible. you to death. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, what did I do? That's just making butter. I've heard that. Do you guys think that's why the Salem witch trials happened? I've heard that. They were like hallucinating. Yeah, they were, yeah. <laughs> they were tripping. They dude. were eating like contaminated rye, basically. Bread. It was the ergot was growing on the rye. Yeah. So oh actually, let's, let's put it in today's terms. Imagine you're chilling in your living room and you're like watching a show and Ian walks in tripping balls <laughs> and he's like, witch. And then everyone runs in and starts beating you with like clubs and stuff. I it's promise. Like, I mean, I really, the people do who are culpable. <laughs> I would never do it. <laughs> You have my word. Internet but just keeps cutting it out. I'm um, confirming this. A fungus is pushing cicada sex into hyperdrive. Yep. And wow. leaving them dismembered. So you guys have read this. Yeah. Oh my so gosh, I guess their um, private parts fall off because oh they get gosh. moving too fast. The fungus Which, is called Massospora is yeah. the name of the fungus. You got to research uh, it for us. I'm really curious. known and amphetamine. What was that? Ugh. All right, let me read. We got we got it from NPR. They say after 17 years underground, the brood X periodical cicadas are slowly emerging in 15 states. Yeah, we know they'll shed their skins and spend four to six weeks mating before the female lay eggs, and then they all die. Mm. But some of them are getting wilder. A fungus called Massaspora, which can produce compounds of cathinone and amphetamine, infects a small. So they're uppers, dude. Infects a small number of them and makes them lose control. It takes over their bodies, causing them to lose their lower abdomen. And genitals, and it pushes their mating into hyperdrive, but yep. they don't have junk. How are they going to do it? This is stranger than fiction, Matt Casson, an associate professor of forest pathology and mycology at West Virginia University, tells NPR's All Things Considered. 
to have something that's being manipulated by a fungus to be hypersexual and to have prolonged stamina and just mate like crazy. Cassin has been studying Massospora for about five years, says just before the cicadas rise from the ground, the spores of the fungus are to infect the bug. Once it's above ground and starts to shed its skin to become an adult, his butt <laughs> falls off. Then a white plug of fungus grows in its place. Oh, nasty. Oh, That's no fun. It looks like the backside of cicada is being replaced either by chalk or by like one of the nubby middle school erasers. <laughs> the insects have no idea what's happening. The fungus, however, is pulling the strings and making cicadas want to mate with everyone. Males that are infected will continue to mate with females, but they'll also pretend to be females so they can spread the fungus to males. What? It's turning the bug. It's a gag. bug STD. Oh my gosh. Wow. This fungus right. is turning the freaking cicadas like gay. I don't like them putting fungus in the cicadas. <laughs> Dude, how come this stuff doesn't happen to people? You know? uh, think- I'm not that upset about it. <laughs> I think it does, but it's, I don't, I don't have FOMO about that. <laughs> it's more subtle with people. Like our bacteria, our gut biome is kind of pulling the mm. strings of our behavior, you know, eat food and then you get cravings. That's like mind control. Um, but you see it real blatant in some animals, like where the, the fungus infects the mm. brain of the worm and then it like, or the bug, and then the bug starts going crazy like zombie bug. You guys want to hear something real gross? Yeah, yeah. dude. So uh, we Wait. got cicadas all over the place. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've been telling the story about like I catch them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the easiest way, the easiest way for me has been to get cicadas for the chickens. Oh, no. I just walk to the parking lot and pick them up. You know why? Hmm. Because the parking lot is it's blacktop. Mm-hmm. We got it sealed, and so in the middle of the day when the sun hits it and the ground is so hot you can't walk on it, oh. the cicadas will land and then just burn to death. Oh, nice! Uh, They'll just die. Good and so I walk up and they're just like freaking out, and oh. I just pick them up and throw them in the chicken thing, and the chickens eat a warm meal. But <laughs> today I came out because I can't get them all. Some have melted to the pavement. Oh, no. oh that's rough. Yeah, Those dude. Poor cicadas, Whoa. dude. Brutal. Nature yes. is mad. Well, it's not. I wouldn't, is it nature? I mean, we're the ones who put the black exactly. out there. But what I mean, we come from nature too. You know, like we I, have a nature. That's true. Maybe um, bl- maybe blacktop is inhuman in general. You know, what's worse, but I don't know. Animals do horrible stuff to other animals. I remember when we had the seventeen-year cicadas back where I grew up. They would be um, coming out of their shells. This is also super gross. But it's not related to blacktop, so we don't have to feel guilty about it. As they come out of their shells and they shed their skin, they're, like, temporarily paralyzed. And ants would just, like, eat them alive from the inside while they were – yeah. We would find them, like, hollowed out near ants' nests with just, like, a hole in their face. Dude. Pretty awful. So, like, this New York Post story, get ready for sex-crazed zombie cicadas known as flying salt checkers of death. The crazy thing about it is their butts, like, are they fall off, and then the fungus grows out of it. Could you imagine, like, if human beings, like, got infected and their butts fell I off? I couldn't. I don't want to. And then this, you know, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just hear me out. A bunch of dudes, their butts fall off and is replaced by weird, spongy, fungal spores. And then they just become, like, zombie-crazed and start pretending to be women, like, trying to spread the fungus. Maybe like, they, that's what the cicadas are doing. Maybe it has happened in the past, and there was a war, and they had to kill fungus butts. Huh. Like, they had to, they're like, hey, fungus butt. Bro, the <laughs> last of endangering us. My hold species. on, hold on. The, the last, last of us is. three. Yeah. So, you know, there's, like, the last of us, where it's, like, the mushrooms take over them. No, I haven't seen it. They got to do this. They got to make it. It's Pretty like movie. fungus butt. Oh my god! Yeah, hey. the zombies are like people are like ah, I hey. want to do it, and they're like their butts are fungus spores. And <laughs> yeah. like, no fun- fungus butt. No fungus yeah. butt. So on the unemployment benefits, <laughs> Can don't we like- eat cicadas. Yeah, dude, how many people do you think ate one of these infected cicadas? Oh man, oh, man. Oh, man. I don't, don't know. know. Is this? Oh no, it's, no. I will not. People eat are eating bats. They're I eating know. cicadas. How many pandemics are we gonna have to have? <laughs> people eating strange things, dude. What if? Like, it does spread to humans because somebody saw the news about eating cicadas. Like, that would actually be a crazy, uh, uh, like, video game premise. It's, like, post-apocalyptic, and people are all, like, fungus 
but zombies. <laughs> and it's like, in the year 2021, the media told everyone to eat cicadas out of the ground. But they were infected, and the fungus spread to humans. How many people do you think actually ate cicadas out of the oh, ground? Oh, there's a restaurant nearby that does it. What? Yeah. That's cicada delicious. tacos. Good. Really? Yeah. What, do they farm them? They, the guy walks outside to his backyard and pulls them off the, pulls them off the buildings. Hmm, Could you great. imagine that? Could you imagine, like, I'd like to go get food, and the guy's like, oh, just a minute. Yeah, he just lifts, a, off my building. lifts <laughs> a stone off the ground and pulls grubs and garbage ah. out of the ground and just chucks it in a pan. Dude, this— and he's, like, just coming right up. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good, dude. I, if I wanted to eat the bugs off the ground, I'd just do it myself. Bro, this is what the Lion King was trying to program us towards. <laughs> this the is bugs. the entire reason Disney released that propaganda film, trying to make us like Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, because they were the telling bugs. Simba to eat the bugs. Eat the bugs. Yeah, because, they, because you know, uh, Simba was supposed to eat them. Yeah, exactly. They're like, like, hold on, have you thought about bugs? I mean, that's <laughs> you know, literally it. Try this. And they're like, oh, it's so good. And he's like, okay, and he eats bugs. Uh, no, was... they were sincere, though. They actually ate bugs before that. They were Who bug did? eaters. You could tell they enjoyed it too much when they introduced Simba to the concept of eating bugs. But, but yes, a, a hog and a meerkat, they eat bugs. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying they weren't being insincere. They were like, yeah, Simba, <laughs> like, you really should eat this. We enjoy it. <laughs> they weren't being yeah, insincere. You know, they actually enjoyed it. This wasn't like a, well, a long con. Have, uh, uh, are you ready for the, the post-apocalyptic dollar collapse, market crash, zombie butt, eat the bugs feature? <laughs> I don't know that I, like ready is ever a word I could use to describe my state with respect to that, but I'm preparing. Well, how are you preparing? Uh, you know, I've got some, I've got some emergency food. I've got some, uh, got some weapons. I've got some fungal spray. Uh, oh. I'm not sure what else. Fungal spray? I'm coming What's to your this? house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, okay, so, uh, let me let's talk, Seamus. Um, yes, you know. So we've got a wonderful compound here. Yeah, uh, everybody has their very important task. What would True. you? Uh, what labor? What specialty could you fill here? At the, uh, I, I know in, what you're asking. Impressions. A impressions. Impressions. Very good. B. I could get people to think and question authority and question the command hierarchy that you set up, which is good, which is a net benefit. Which is great. This is why you want me around. Yeah, that would uh, be like a funny skit. Like it's a post-apocalyptic. You know, commune, like a mm-hmm. literal commune after the apocalypse and Antifa shows up. And they're like, this is horrible. We, we'd this like to, no, no, they're like, fascist. we'd like to come in. We're like, uh, excellent. Um, well, uh, what could you contribute to the commune? It's <laughs> oh, like, that's we awesome. can smash your buildings and make everyone question the, the social order of your, of the delicate, the, the delicate fra- fabric of your society, uh, in a post-apocalyptic scenario. Oh, intriguing, intriguing. <laughs> and what will the benefit of this be? No benefit will just destroy your way of life. Like, we'll, we'll end racism. That's communism. racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll end the racism of you. Yeah. And your and your and your commune. Yeah, I think it'd be funny because like they would contribute literally nothing. Literally nothing. We saw that with Chop. Remember that garden? Chop. Chop. I'm sorry, Chaz. Chop. I don't know. No go zone. I don't know what the preferred term is, but yeah. No go zone. Yeah, the no go zone where they had the the little garden thing that they set up. Yeah, the LARP on top of cardboard. (laughs) They uh, see they're they're breaking down George School. George. Oh yeah, we'll pull that up. Let's do that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Chop. Wait, what happened? They're pulling down that memorial, George Floyd Memorial, where there's like 12 city blocks where they like blocked off um, from the road. No, no, no. It's, it's okay. Here we go. Is this bonk? Uh, it's not bonk. It's just you're you're late to the party. Yeah. So Damn. CBS Four Minnesota says George Floyd Square intersection briefly reopened before community pushback. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, man, are we still on the air? Okay, I'm not going to swear. I was going to swear if it was disconnected. Uh, well, I'm glad we're not disconnected. The media is such trash. Community pushback. What's that mean? The community has been begging for the police to come in and stop the rampant gunfire and like killings yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. in the no-go zone in Minneapolis. The community pushback. I love how they call it George Floyd Square. Mm-hmm. Is that is that it? Like, okay. So in memory of George Floyd, you have a bunch of people shooting each other and shooting at buildings and mm-hmm. stealing cars. And there's like reporters hitting the deck. Wonderful. That's a great memorial. So uh, as they, they, they did reopen. It was big news. Everyone's like, oh, the no-go zone's being shut down. The cops are moving in. And like an hour later, Antifa came and just put it all back. Oh. And then they would come back again to take it down again? No, no that's it. They gave up. Oh. Yeah, the, the police are, are, you know, incapable of doing anything. Dang. Well, they can arrest you, yeah. you know, for at a moment's notice based on govern, uh, government edict. Yeah. But not Antifa based on the actual law. Yeah. So I, had a que- I have a question about this. You know, let, me, let me ask you a question. So, uh, 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 Shavis, yes. what would you call it if a group of people of an ideology, they, they uh, uh, believe your nation's history is fake mm-hmm. and they begin imposing their ideology over this people? They fly a different flag. Yeah. They burn the flag of the one nation. Okay, they I'm start seizing territory in certain cities where like people it. are literally shot and killed. I like it. And they get they get the law enforcement to operate based on their whims and edict instead of the actual law. Those that literally break hard law are exempt from it, and those who violate edict get arrested and put in jail. Meanwhile, prisoners are being released, and then they, they then fly their flag at your embassy. Like, what would you call that? Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Yeah, I think that's probably a solid situation. You add all those I don't things think there's together. Anything that wrong with that, Tim? They're protesting a bad thing, so anything they do is okay. And if you criticize any of that, you're just okay with the bad thing that they're protesting. No, 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 but let's go through this. Uh, let's go. Let's literally go through each each point first. Antifa openly breaks the law, and the DAs release them. Mm-hmm. Actual statutory law that is codified. Yep. Conservatives. And people, and, and, you know, not necessarily even conservative small business owners violate edict from governors that is not codified and they get arrested by police yep. and fined. Yep. Okay. Antifa begins seizing different jurisdictions of different cities with weapons and even killing people on numerous occasions. These people say that the history of this nation is incorrect. Everyone of this, this nation is evil and they burn and desecrate the flag of this nation and then they fly their own flag with Marxist symbols at the embassies of this nation. That doesn't. It, it, it sounds like uh, like in like insurrection, like occupation, like like, like insurrection, like a invasion, group of people telling you your history is like wrong in, and burning your flag, invasion. like and and flying their flag at your embassy. If it was yeah. the Chinese government, I hate. I don't want to like make the Chinese bad guys. You know, whatever. But if it was like a foreign powers government that was doing this to our country. That's that. That would be like an occupation and, and creating like a puppet state out of our government. Yep. If they can decide who who is or isn't guilty of the crimes, but it was like the Chinese government or the, so the foreign government was deciding. That's in West Virginia. There's a huge controversy happening because at the schools, the people who are uh, like on the, who got elected are woke, and they're introducing critical race theory. But the people of West Virginia are all like seriously not woke. Unbelievable. What are, so I there's like I, I thought I was going to come spend some time out here, but I can't. But it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it because you have the police enforcing things that are not laws. Yeah. And lo- so they, during, during the pandemic, 
they started releasing prisoners and they started putting, they, they arrested that salon owner. And it was crazy. It was like, you're putting a salon owner in jail and releasing criminals. She didn't break any law. She violated an, an edict. The governor, you know, the, 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 like we hereby decree and she gets arrested. She gets arrested and locked up. You look at the barber in, in Michigan, broke no law, violated the decree of a governor. Yeah. Dude, if, when a group of people come to you and say your history is fake and they demand you revise your history and they go into your schools without telling your kids that their history is wrong and that the, the, you know, the people who run this country are evil. The founding fathers are evil. The, the country is an evil nation that must be, you know, broken up or broken apart. They burn the flag. The police help them. I'm like, that's it. Like America, what is it? Is it still a thing at this point? When the history of this country has been erased, does the country still exist? Is there an America if the history of America is gone? It's an interesting question. I mean, we talked about this before, but the cities are definitely gone. I would say go out to the country, uh, get away from them. You've been saying that a lot, too. I think it's possible that this country could just end up fracturing. I see secession being a possibility. That sounds kind of insane. I think if you said that five years ago, people would look at you funny. And I'm not saying it's a certainty, but it certainly seems possible at this point. And I think maybe that could be the only peaceful solution. Uh, peaceful maybe, divorce. again, I, and I'm also mostly peaceful. I'm also more or less thinking out loud here. I'm not making hard and fast predictions, but I, I think I, you could still have a, a country. I think it's just that these cities end up falling to these far less activists. Or what happens is after some time, people realize how horrible things have gotten in the areas where these activists have basically been put in charge by the political authorities. And they they react against it i just i just see a group of people who burn the american flag and the, now they're flying their flag at our embassies for sure for sure i guess my point is i i think there's going to be a massive backlash against it i don't no no i think conservatives are particularly ineffective yes so i agree that conservatives are but i think a lot of the people who buy into this stuff right now are starting to see it fall apart and the more power we give them the more they're going to be exposed as completely incompetent and even evil to their followers. I, but the, it's tribalism. Maybe. I mean, I, I think it's tribalism, but like at some point, you know, when you're not getting fed, you kind of stop believing in whatever it is the people who are in charge of you are telling you the Ex narrative is. Except one faction is saying, we'll give you everything for free, and it's those evil, evil people keeping it from you. Mm -hmm. So when things break down, they're going to look at two factions, the Republicans being like, work hard. And then they're going to look at the Democrats being like, we'll give you whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And who do you, wh 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 where are they going to flock to? I guess it depends on how things actually become divided in terms of the actual authority. If you look at these left-wing cities where people are protesting and they're getting away with doing whatever they want, and they're essentially in charge to some extent, like you've said, they basically can run wild and do as they please. I think it's going to become obvious, even to people in these movements, that yes, they and their leadership are in charge or they do have special privileges. They're in control of the situation. And when there's a failure, it's pretty much their fault. I think it's going to become more and more difficult to scapegoat the Republicans who are out in the country when your city is falling apart and it has totally Democratic leadership. The, the, the progressive in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia got reelected in a landslide. Oh, man, 30 yeah. points. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it happens today or tomorrow, but I'm saying I think in the long run, corrupt hierarchies fall apart. Maybe, you know, but after everything we saw last year, people went out in droves desperate to vote for Democrats. Yeah. Like Ted Wheeler gets reelected. Mm -hmm. Everyone hated him. Even the left hated him. And he still gets reelected. And then you look at Minnesota and you look what they did with the Chauvin trial. I mean, dude, I have zero faith that this country, like, I look at everything that's happening and I'm like, 
the people who are ignoring it, they're going to wake up one day and not realize what happened or how it happened. Because when you're watching it happen in real time, you can, it's, it's just crazy. But it's really funny. When I, when I talk to somebody who, who's ne- who doesn't pay attention to the news, mm-hmm. and they still think it's 2019. They're like, man, last year was crazy, huh? And then I'll be like, <laughs> what about it was crazy? And they'll be like, you know, just the pandemic and the lockdown. And you can ask them anything about the, the stimulus, the inflation, the shortages, the pipeline attacks. You can talk to them about China and Taiwan. Also, they'll be like, what? It's really crazy when I look someone in the eyes and I'm like, yeah, so what did you think about, like, you know, they're flying BLM flags at our embassies. And they go, what? Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, it, it's, it's That's insane. Because it's imagine this. If, imagine if right now you hear the stuff and then you turn the news off. And the next time I see you, I'll be like, so did you report to your uh, gulag for uh, reassignment, <laughs> for, for re- reeducation? For gender reassignment? They'd be, they'd, they'd be like, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, yeah, reeducation starts tomorrow. And they'd be mm-hmm. like, what? Do you, what? That's, mm-hmm. that's not real. How can that be real? And it's, and it's been this way f- throughout the culture war. When I talk to people who don't follow news, I'll say something and they'll just be like, that's not true. How is that possible? Yeah. Because it's happening faster and faster and faster. So we're at this point now where let's talk about the uh, well, state of this country. A year of riots and explosions and vandalism and chaos in the Pacific Northwest. The no-go zones being set up where people are taking them over with guns and killing people, literally killing them in the George Floyd no-go zone, yeah. in the Capitol Hill no-go zone. People literally being shot and killed in Portland, Aaron Danielson getting shot in the chest. Then you look at the trial of Chauvin. And what happens? Not only does he get charged by the state, the feds come in after the fact. And the feds had a secret plan to arrest him should he have been acquitted. And now they're charging him again with civil rights violations and the three other cops. When he was being tried, the jury had to be escorted in with armed security because the city was under a riot. So you know that's not a fair trial. 100%. Like I said, the embassy is flying the flags of this ideology. Joe Biden uh, reversing a ton of Trump policies on banning the ideology. It really does feel like if you took someone from two years ago and brought them to today, they would not believe a word you would say about the current state of the country. And believe it or not, many people still don't think Antifa exists. Well, you know, and this is the thing. So when people were talking about the far left for for the past several years, we were more or less scoffed at as not serious because this is just a bunch of young, dumb college students and teenager, young adult activists. No one actually cares. They don't have any actual power. And look at where they are now. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. 16-year-olds or 19-year-olds now. Yeah. 18, yeah, and the, and the 18-year-olds are, you know, in their 20s. And the people difference. in their 20s are now entering their... their yeah. So it, it's funny, 10 years ago, you know, when we started, we started getting the culture war stuff, Gamergate, I think, was what, like 2013, 2014? That was 2014, yeah. 2014. So now it's been seven years. It's crazy. So somebody who was 15 during that is now 22. Mm-hmm. They're now taking jobs at industry. Mm-hmm. Somebody who was 20 during that and working for The Woke is now 27 and a manager at a news outlet, mm-hmm. some, some like senior editor. And they're writing stories in favor of that ideology. And this is why I was telling people years ago, it's, it's, there's civil war. Like the, the collapse is going to get crazy. When you see people fleeing red, uh, uh, blue states to red states to get away from this and people in red states who are urban centers who are more blue fleeing to blue states and the polarization is, is sharpening between uh, um, physical boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like what's the, what's, the, what's the result of this? Joe Biden's flopping around like a lunatic. The border crisis is worse than it's ever been. Kamala Harris laughs at the prospect. And what happens come 2024? Does Donald Trump run again and get reelected? Is there the backlash that you describe where people are like, I can't, ha- I can't handle this anymore. So they vote for Donald Trump. And then this causes an equal and opposite reaction on the left where they go nuts and start destroying things. I don't know. 
I really don't know. I think it's possible. When I'm, t- when I'm speaking about um, a reaction, in part I was sort of talking about like a hypothetical scenario where the nation actually does collapse. Um, in terms of Trump being reelected in 2024, I mean, I think there's certainly a possibility of that happening. I think there could be backlash. I think it'll become really obvious by that point that this is a complete farce. Everything the left has said they want is, is pretty much just um, them paying lip service to a specific set of values that seemed popular so that they can get power and basically tear down the institutions that they harbor resentment towards for whatever reason. But they're doing it on a pose, I man. Think, yeah, I, I just I think that. It's possible. At the other, on the other hand, I don't know. Um, I think the entire dominant media culture is on their side, and that's no small thing. I th- many Americans don't trust the media anymore, but some still do, and also these people are in control of the social media outlets as well, and so they determine what's true and false, and the fact-checkers will say X, Y, and Z if it fits their uh, agenda. And so it's hard for me to say. I, I can't say right now that... There will absolutely be this backlash by 2024 and that Donald Trump will be reelected. But I do think that it's a distinct possibility. There are a lot of factors here, and it's too complicated to make one prediction. I want to sort of see how things go, especially because, look, if you had asked me one year or less than one year into Trump's presidency what I thought the end of his first term would look like, none of my predictions would have come remotely close to what ended up happening. And so right now we're less than a year into Biden's presidency, and I'm kind of sitting here trying to make a prediction on whether Trump could be reelected by 2024 if things will get bad enough. I I mean, I really can't. We just have to expect the unexpected at this point and pray. I mean, that's my only advice. I don't know if he'll get reelected. I mean, it might be a Buchanan situation. You know, Joe Biden flounders and then Trump gets reelected and then the Civil War or whatever. But uh, I will say that the left has been completely unopposed. Mm-hmm. I think it was Jesse Kelly. Maybe it was Jesse Kelly. Somebody said that the left won the culture war because they were the only ones fighting it. There's truth in that. And like Michael Malice says, I know he gets a shout out every other episode here, but the difference between the left and the right is the left is serious. Yep. That's it. You got a bunch of zealots who will do anything. They say by any means necessary. Yeah. Violent psychopaths burning down buildings, smashing things. And you get the Republican Party like, mm, don't you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I was mentioning the other day is that. Nancy Pelosi comes out and screams January 6th. And what do the Republicans come back and say? January 6th. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming out and saying Antifa. Mm-hmm. That's, they, they don't do it. You guys endorsed this times 20 all summer long. More than times 20. Um, people were rioting and literally burning down this country for months straight. And we were told that that was mostly peaceful and it was A-OK. The, so, the Republican Party is, uh, is subservient to the Democratic Party, period. Mm-hmm. Hands down, 100%, all of them. Every single one. Even Rand, with a few exceptions. Oh, you really? No, you're, you're going to Rand Paul. Rand Paul made, made the Breonna Taylor bill. Yeah. Rand Paul entered the fray under their terms. Now I respect the guy. Yeah, but also too, that's Rand Paul coming at it not from a Republican perspective, but a Libertarian perspective, and being in favor of police reform. Either I don't think he did that way, because the left wanted. Why it is there no David Dorn bill? Mm-hmm. Why, no, why, why is there no one standing up and demanding a national holiday or making us think about it? And I know, Ian, you mentioned the media, but that's, that's, that's not relevant. Mm-hmm. When even Rand Paul comes out and says, you're framing your rules, here's my proposition, they are subservient to the Democrats, period. Yeah, I was saying that the media tempers the, the flame. It basically heats up the metal to get the iron hot so that you can, as a politician, strike it and be like, I want to make a bill about this topic because this, the media has made it such a hot ready to be molded topic and that the David Dorn thing is there wasn't enough Trump, public knowledge about the guy. Trump had the opportunity to do so much. He never did. I know. 
even though Trump was a fighter, he still would give the interviews to these organizations acting as though they were neutral arbiters of anything. They weren't there. It's all for the political agenda. So even during all of this, you can force the press to cover stories. Okay. And, and Republicans never do. They always bow down to the narrative from the left. Why so that's that? it. Is it just because they don't have the contacts in the, in the media organizations or the, the organizations? Because they're not serious. Because they're just old. They're not. Not all of them are old. Some of them are young. Collecting a paycheck. You're right. Not all of them are old. They're just not serious. Not smart Look, enough. I mean, you get um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she pushes back much in the way that um, many of the Democrats do, like the squad especially, and they hate her for it. There you go. You got to fight her there. Lauren Boebert pushes back. Still, though, almost, I, w- I would say maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene is the only one who's not playing into their narrative and is actually pushing back and saying, you know, I counter this. But almost all the Republicans just say whatever it is the Democrats' narrative is, they argue on their terms. There you go. The Uniparty? I think no, no, no. no. It's, it's, the, the, the neocons joined the Democrats a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Bill Kristol, basically, it was during Obama's reign uh, that they went over and, and got on his drone bomb. And, and the remaining Republicans are just like, I don't know. You know There's no leaders. There's no leadership. Not in, not in our government. Not really. No, the Democrats have leaders. Tons of them. Uh, maybe they, they do. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, how do you define a leader? Uh, they, say, they, they, they take action. They command. They demand. It's like and AOC. people follow. AOC? Yeah. AOC can, AOC can come out and say whatever she wants, and it becomes major news. Right. She becomes the story. Right. Ted Cruz goes on vacation and then runs back cowering like, I'm so sorry. I, I was just flying my daughter. I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't think, <clears throat> regarding what we were talking about earlier, about is there a way, like, how do I, is there a way out of this? I think that. I don't see it. I, <clears throat> that people could refocus the problem onto the, the banking industry and realize that they're printing us into madness. I yeah. mean, maybe maybe the AMC GameStop stuff. Stuff like that. Institutional, use, using legal channels to cause problems for major institutions, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's not illegal to do it. It's like people just liked the stock. And so right. it happened. But I, I look at a lot of the, the strategies and the tactics and the, and the temperament of people on the right. And it's like, look at January 6th, you know, you get a lot of people who are 100% adamant. It was the right thing. And they're defending it. After it happened, they were like, they were defending it and saying a bunch of stuff about it. And you get a bunch of people on the right saying it was wrong. Clearly it was wrong because the right doesn't have the same, um, they don't. They don't have the same ability to to engage in that kind of tactic. The left does. The left gets away with it because they control cultural institutions. So, in the event that these people still did something, there's, there's first of all, they shouldn't have. There, there's a, a bunch of other things that should have been a bunch of other things that should have been done in response to it. The left plays the same game. When Antifa burns down a building, Democrats don't say anything. They never talk about it ever. They fundraise to bail them out and they shut up. What happens with January 6th? The Republicans all say, oh, it was bad. Oh, we're so sorry. And then you get some Republicans who are clearly Democrats saying, like, my colleagues won't even say the right thing. And then even the ones who are saying it's political and to ignore it are still bringing it up and making it the center focus. Interesting. Yeah. So they're walking right in. It's like they're 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 playing. They're they're fighting an alligator underwater, man. I know. It's uh, I think maybe not talking, but talking about politics, one thing, but like trying to trying to fix the system by using that is fighting the alligator underwater like trying to use the political establishment to, to fix the political <clears throat> establishment is just not the place to do it the there's media, no tact there's no tact there's no strategy no we need it's it's, it's random self-centered and there's no leadership 
in the in the government. No, no, no. On, on, in the in the anti-establishment faction. Yeah, I don't I don't like cult worship in general. I don't think a a, a, a guy or a girl can like come out and be like, I can do it. Like you, Elon Musk, kind of. But then you know his whole Bitcoin debacle screwed a bunch of people. He's up. out for himself, right? And you can only ever be out for yourself first, and you should be out for yourself first. The left is out for a collective victory. And everyone else are out for themselves. They're all out for themselves, too. They do it in the guise yeah, exactly. of a collective. collective no, no, themselves. no, but it all serves the collective. I guess. As long as their yeah. cult ideology expands, they benefit from it. On the right, though, there's conflict between even people who are anti-establishment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the left, yeah, and there the, should the, be. The left does eat them, eat, eat, eat fire, you know, uh, fire on each other as well, the circular firing squad for sure. I think there should be conflict between – we should all have healthy conflict – at, you know, you never want to subserve to another human, really. I don't think, even in a marriage, you know, you want there to be healthy conflict and communication, not necessarily confrontation at the very least, if not conflict. But so we need a system that allows for that. Obviously, I don't think a human's going to come and be like, "I will follow me, everyone," like the Captain America. But we'll build a system, I think, that will help facilitate a. A solution. That's well, my think, goal anyway. Here's the thing. I think it's important to have leaders, but at the same time, part of why the left is winning is because really being committed to their principles doesn't require a lot of... Like, like look at what they're doing. And they're being violent and psychopathic. That doesn't exactly require a high degree of virtue or thought. I mean, what the right is talking about and what the right needs to really do to get people on board and have any kind of victory is encourage people to live their lives in strong and virtuous ways and oppose immorality everywhere they see it. That's difficult. Yes. That's a lot harder to get people to do than to throw Molotov cocktails at buildings or scream down people who disagree with you politically. And it's 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 also vague. Like, how do you tell someone how to live morally? Like, that's a challenging. Like Jordan Peterson does eight hour, mm -hmm. you know, lectures just just about that, about one way that you can. But yeah, live more just. 100%. But I'd also say, and this is part of what being conservative is, is recognizing the age-old wisdom. Just saying, like, these are the virtues. People need to live these out as best they can. That's, how, that's what we have to encourage our followers to do. I've said this before, but conservatism has very much become this very loose affiliation of people who have kind of vaguely similar ideas about the economy. And oftentimes it falls back on this philosophy of just, like, leave me alone and let me do whatever I want. But Which is actually need, more classically liberal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need something much more robust. And this is why I've always said we need something much more robust. Or I've said more recently more robust and rooted in Catholicism. And what I'm saying there, too, is something really, really well-rooted in virtues and people living their lives in an upright fashion. And I don't think that's too vague if you're referencing the virtues specifically. Like, the reason I refer to it as vague is because when you're like Antifa is like we're gonna throw a brick uh -huh. you know that's like a call oh, to action fair, like pick fair. this up and yes. do it and then it's done but like if you're like live humbly be be humble like mm -hmm. that's a vague command you know so how do you implement the the virtues that's fair well and I think too a lot of what they talk about is tearing the system down and they deconstruct everything philosophically they don't necessarily have to put anything forward in terms of what should replace the system once it's been removed so they're not in the business of building things whereas we're supposed to be so again that's an edge that they have they're destroying things exactly and that's the point that's their goal <clears throat> i guess a good way to exude virtue is to make internet video and show people like it, make cartoons do it yourself become yes. it yourself and then allow people to to witness Interesting. Yeah, yeah, mockery is is good, but it seems to be, I guess, uh, not as effective. It's been ten years. The the who'd have thought that when you saw you know GamerGate, that these cultists would have reached the highest levels of government, mm -hmm. the, the presidential office. I never would have. And, and, and it happened. In six years. It really happened. So weird. 
Biden well, has. No, honestly, it doesn't surprise me at all. So the so the so the the right or the anti-establishment or whatever you want to call it has lost every step of the way politically. Absolutely, yeah. Some victories here and there. Some you know some some victories in certain areas, but uh, Trump was only holding back the, the the tidal floods. You know, actually, Tim, what happened was we won so much we got tired of winning, oh. so we decided to start losing all the yeah. time. Who we got wants so to play boring. with someone that can't lose? You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. Donald Trump won, and a lot of people felt that was it. Mm -hmm. And the, the good example of that is 2018. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. People voted for Trump. Because they don't care for the Republicans or the Democrats, many of these people. Mm -hmm. Trump wins, but he won like with only 88,000 votes across three states, which gave him a good electoral college victory. Mm -hmm. yeah, come 2018, true. those people didn't come out and vote. Mm. So the, the data suggests that the people said, I voted for Trump, I'm done. Mm -hmm. and that was it. And then the Democrats got the House back, and they used it to burn everything to the ground. 100%. So, and and, and it's, it's, this is very easily evidenced by the, the victories of the Republicans in 2020. So uh, the polls were all off. It was funny looking at the New York Times where it was like, these are lean blue and they were solid red. And these were solid blue and some of them flipped red. Like even an urban center in Florida turned red. Because what happened was you had a bunch of Democrats say, we're not going to culture war. You vote for us. We're going to get you health care. Yes. And everyone said, thank you. Yes. The first thing these scumbags did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vote for impeachment. Mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi came over and they dropped their knees and they licked her feet. Mm -hmm. And then they went and voted for whatever she told them to vote for. Mm -hmm. And then many of them lost the re-election because people were like, I don't care for you. You did not get us what we wanted. But still, it shows you that these Democrats promise all these things and then deliver nothing. Well, and this is part of... Why I think, again, even though I will not make hard and fast predictions here, there is there is some hope for a backlash because I think when people vote Democrats, it's most often because they believe they will provide them things like inexpensive health care or worker benefits. They'll strengthen the unions. Now, I'm not saying that Democrats actually deliver on these things or that the strategy Democrats would uh, take for improving people's quality of life or, or in any way um, effective, but... This is what people seem to want from Democrats. I don't think people really want the woke ideology. And so when they see the Democrats bending the knee to these organizations like Black Lives Matter and Antifa and going off the deep end with all the woke stuff, they're more likely to say, well, you guys aren't doing the things that we actually elected you to do. You're just pandering to the far left. So we're going to vote for Republicans now. I don't, I don't know if that actually solves anything when Republicans don't actually fight. No, no and there's, there's truth in that, too. There's, there's a lot of truth in that. So then it's just a gradual decay. Yeah, which well, is a yeah, slow collapse. Um, well, that's, that's what happens to societies. Nothing lasts forever. I'm not saying it's, it's a good thing or that we should just roll over and accept it. Again, I think everyone should do their part, but uh, I believe doing your part has a whole lot more to do with living a good life as an individual than actually trying to change the system. But they're taking the system over and using it to arrest and beat yeah. and detain people. Yeah, 100%. So if 100%. you just sit but back and do your thing, how long until they come to your house and they arrest you? They come to your house and arrest you either way. Uh, if it gets that bad, the point is you just have to be the best possible person you can become. And if that happens, and if enough of the population actually cultivates virtue, then they could prevent 
that kind of a disaster. People could actually rise up. Uh, but I know that people not working on themselves and not trying to become better human beings only ends in disaster for everybody. This last month, I've been so focused on be- being a better person and listening. And it's it's amazing how fast you can change mm-hmm. if you really – I mean, you got to have self-awareness. But Yeah, I mean, we, we all have things we need to work on. I definitely have a lot I want to work on. But when you think about the fact that it really only takes 30 days to build a new habit, I mean, that's incredible. Anyone can change their life. There could be something that you've been doing every day for 20 years and you just take a month to do the opposite it's really difficult but you'll end up building a completely new habit it's amazing sound like jordan peterson it's, it's like man it's like you you can build new habits all you have to do is get your life in order i mean that's something <laughs> clean my, your room clean your room that's something my parents would tell me as a kid yeah it takes 30 30 days to build a habit and i'd be like whatever you know as a kid you're like 30 days that's so much time now it's like man a month just flies by and i could be a significantly improved person by the end of a month if i decide at the beginning of the month that that's what i want for myself i think most months i like most other people don't make that decision and i should so like if you're changing a habit you just when you notice yourself doing it you acknowledge that you're doing it uh, what do you mean by that? Like in terms of how you cultivate a habit? Yeah. I think so. So give me an example of something a person might want to change. Oh, like, uh, I don't know, drinking coffee in the morning. Yeah. So something they would want to stop doing. Yeah. You so can't just you, stop I think, drinking coffee. Then. Uh, yeah. So, so here's the thing. I think usually they say the best way of stopping yourself from doing something is to replace it with something else. So for 30 days, you would just say drink tea every morning instead of coffee. And then by the end of that month... Now tea you're, would be now you're addicted to tea, which yeah, exactly. in some instances has more caffeine than the coffee. It can have more caffeine, but it doesn't have to be tea. It can be something else. You can just be like, I have water every morning. It can be something that doesn't even seem to have that much of an effect. But knowing that you have replaced one thing with another thing actually builds the habit of doing the second thing. You know, you, so, know, you, know, you, know you do it, it's easy. It's like when, you, when you're pouring your coffee, just pour one ounce less. Every single day, just a tiny bit no, no, less? No, for one week, you pour one ounce less. Mm-hmm. The next week, you do one ounce less. And then eventually, you're having like a small you know, shot. That takes a lot of discipline too, though, because what's to stop you at one point from being like, you know what, today's my cheat day, and I'm just going to pour That's the fine, whole thing in. A and cheat then day you is fine. Yeah, but I think a lot of people do a cheat day, and then it just becomes a whole thing. Yep. They just fall back. I hear it a lot yeah. from people who are like, I'm doing keto. I can't eat a bowl of macaroni and cheese, but I'll make an exception for the bowl of macaroni and cheese. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you're not doing Yeah, keto. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. That's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think um, some things you can just go cold turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on what your schedule's like, if you've got a heavy workload. Getting off coffee is hard. Getting off, you know, smoke, stopping smoking cigarettes, those, those are difficult things because of yeah. the addictions and the physi- physiological dependence. But uh, some things are like working out, make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah, so uh, go for a walk in the morning. You can actually take up smoking, too, if you better. <laughs> if, if you you know what? I don't smoke. I want to. I wanted to start. I was like, I feel no, like I, I like smoke. myself more as a person. No, I, I, used, to, I used to smoke a bit. I don't Reminds me of you know, those old, old noir film. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's yeah. like now, now I feel cool. I just want to wear a trench coat with the collar popped and just say like – Things about the city that I live in and how horrible it is. Have you, have you guys ever like smoked? No one sees the underbelly of this place. Um, salvia? Have you guys ever smoked salvia? No, Are you familiar I, I, with I've it? not smoked. I don't anything. advocate. You have it. I don't advocate. It's a type of sage. Drugs. They call it no, salvia. It, isn't that where like people, salvia means yeah, sage? That's isn't what that the word that's is. bad? Well, isn't yeah, that what, yeah. Isn't that where people were doing? And they, they would get like crazy high for like sixty seconds and lose their minds and like yep. come yeah, it's back. so yeah, weird. Totally not like twist. But they what they would do is they'd go into a into like a smoked a steam tent and then they put a bunch of it in like in heat and then it would vaporize it. And they what breathe in the vapor. Anything? Oh, smoking, picking up a new habit. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't please don't Dude, this stuff. Andreas was talking about this stuff. Made people go crazy. Yeah, well, actually, really, you was... can pick up like a, a crack habit in less than thirty. <laughs> oh. That's the thing. <laughs> no, none of that. So, <laughs> how do you build a new habit of something you want to learn how to do? Like, um, oh, I don't know. Listen, be a, in, increase your listening skills. 
Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think um, I'm no like expert or self-help guru here, but I would just say that you have to start by just doing that thing every day for 30 days and you have to schedule it at a specific time so that it works its way into your schedule. And then eventually it just becomes a normal thing to you that doesn't require as much effort to get started with. And that's when it becomes a habit. Yeah. For, for me, you know, when I started making videos every day at a certain time, yeah. it was like a, it was like a personal obligation. Yes. Like I would, I would feel a kind of anguish if I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I decided like I got to do this thing at that time. And I, like every day at 4 p.m. I have to have a video out. And so like, like the nightmares that I've had few and far between is like, I'll have a nightmare where it's like, it's I'm looking at my, my phone and I'm like, Oh no. I didn't schedule my video properly, and I'm like, ah, yeah. like, I've because it's I'm breaking a I'm breaking a promise to myself. That's awesome. And so yeah. I'm like, there, there's you know, it's a promise to myself and to a lot of people who who, who watch and, and believe in the content. It's like I, I can't, I have to do it. It has to get done, no matter what. No excuses. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we we do a video every single Thursday. Um, for a time we went and for animation, that's pretty uncommon. We went, I think, like two and a half years without missing a single upload. At one point, it's it's very rare that we missed one, but it that's what it was. It was just an obligation to myself, saying like I have to get this done. And the way it started was, I took some time away from uploading and just tried to work on a bunch of videos at once. And I was still in college at the time. And so I was in school while I was trying to keep up with this once a week schedule. And I was keeping up with it. And then eventually at some point, I just like ran out of extra videos. And then I had to actually create a new video from scratch each week. And when the team was smaller, at one point it was basically just me doing doing basically everything that entire week. But I would just force myself to because I couldn't let myself not upload that week. And, and now... Not, we have this really consistent schedule. Sometimes we do twice a week. We're trying to get twice a week done uh, more often. There, there are periods of time where we'll do two you, a you, week, you, three you, even. You've been doing it long enough now, so where you know a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Jameis doesn't actually do any of the voices anymore. No. It's all it's all Korean voice it's actors. It's all and Tim, Korean animators. Yeah. <laughs> Korean animators. It's actually Tim. Tim does all of it. Tim I'm the Korean. I'm the one who does it. Yeah, I just work thirty hours a day every day. <laughs> every day, they Korean for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm doing. I do an impersonation of Seamus doing an impersonation of Jordan. Oh, Peterson. that's why it's so good. Exactly. Right. Okay. It's wonderful. Tim's very talented. I want to get That's Jameson. why you should buy one of these t-shirts to support him. See, this is when the internet freedomtunesmerch.com. Yeah, <laughs> freedomtunesmerch.com. Someone at YouTube was like, I don't like Freedom Tunes. Like, X, X, X. That's the story <laughs> of my life, buddy. I don't like you. I'm a big fan of Winston Churchill. Thinking really? about, yeah, just he was about, a racist. Was okay. he really? Yes. Well, what I liked Ian. about him was his optimism. They were, he was obviously the leader of the British during World War II and before, but during World War II, they put him in charge because he had been a military commander in the oh, First World War. Neville Chamberlain was he, the leader. He was, yeah. <laughs> until he gave Hitler a bunch of land. But, but even when the, like, London was being bombed and, and it looked like the Nazis were about to take over the entire world, like it was basically, it looked like doomsday. And he just stayed positive. He kept telling people, we're going to get through this. It's, it's it's going to be okay. I, I, it's going to be a. It's going to work. We're going to win, and he didn't know that. But his inspiration, his confidence, even if he had to fake it, worked. It got people. It kept people excited. Gave people hope. So I'm trying to go that route in regards to what the heck is going on with society right now. I know that it, we can fix things. You know, we can decentralize and and the um the workload. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that we will. Evolution is a form of necessity. Or in 20 years, the whole planet is woke, and it'll be a woke... I sure hope so, too. ...dystopia, but you won't be allowed to express those opinions. Woke-topia? Yeah, so everything will be ultra-woke, and you won't be able to express your opinions, and everyone will walk around with a fake smile on their face. You you ever see that episode of Doctor Who 
where they go to that planet where it's like a colony and there's a bunch of robots with smiley faces, like big screens and no. smiley faces. <laughs> and they don't realize what's happening. And then they have to wear badges that have smiley faces on them. And what it is, if they get sad, then the symbol on the thing like changes or whatever to a sad face. And the story was that <clears throat> the robots were tasked with keeping everybody happy. Someone died. Everybody got sad. And the robots didn't know why they were sad or how to stop it oh, no. because it was death. So that eventually they realized when the sad people went and told other people someone died, those people got sad. The robots then looked at sadness like a contagion and started exterminating anybody who was sad because they were spreading sadness. And the death resulted in more sadness. So the doctor and I think it's with Claire or whatever her name is, they're walking around with like fake smiles on their faces. And the robots are like, ding. And they're like, just keep smiling. Otherwise, I'll kill you. That's what it's going to be like in the future. Yeah, probably. And that's great because then everyone will be happy. Yes, yeah, right. That's important. Do you see the, remember, remember, remember the Treehouse of Horror on Simpsons where he goes <laughs> back in time? And then he like Flanders is in charge. Yeah, Flanders yes. in charge, and everyone, yeah, Mo is lobotomized, <laughs> and he's like re-education re, re yeah. camps. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing, but yeah. you're not gonna be laughing when you're actually walking in there. Yeah, I will because I'll have to be happy. <laughs> you know, I'll be, be faking. I'm like, ah, that's right. <laughs> this is great, guys. They're gonna be like, okay, who's next? Ah, uh, freedom. Teams. Yeah, you think they're even gonna try to re-educate me, dude? I'm done. <laughs> re-educate. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, we want you to start making. Friendly tunes. I'd be like, look, I've been making Biden tunes since like 2014, you guys. Huge fan of old Joe. No malarkey Joe. <laughs> I think they might actually accept that. They'll be like, yeah, we don't like Joe either. That was the old guard. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I was always a big Joe Biden supporter. I see a marks on that t-shirt. Wait, what happened? What are you saying? What I do have, I have Joe Biden on his t-shirt too as a lifeguard. Seamus from Freedom Tunes hey. sells a Karl Marx t-shirt. Yeah, Karl Marx is actually on this t-shirt too. There you go. There's a lot of people. Yeah, good old Bernie Sanders. Is Move on. it up a little. Good old Bernie Sanders. That's the guy with the red hat. Is Bernie Sanders torching a squad car? <laughs> no, he's not doing it, but he's definitely there when it's he happening. like he's cheering for it. He's like, what? Why would someone do something so awful? Oh, no. That might intimidate people into supporting the things I believe in. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't, I don't, I, I'm not insinuating Bernie's okay with that stuff. Does Biden have hairy legs on that shirt? They're got hairy legs. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be an accurate depiction if he didn't have hairy legs. He's actually but he doesn't actually, he's just, he's just like dressed as a lifeguard up here. You got hairy legs. You got hairy legs. Put in a, put in a brain barrel, bang on a curb. What if it was Biden re-education? <laughs> and we just all had to learn to talk like that? <laughs> We started saying malarkey. Uh, no malarkey, Jack. Record uh, players. Uh, Remember when he Jack. said radio, but then corrected himself to record player or whatever? <laughs> yeah, he's like, sure not the radio, the, the record player. Like, he's like, what was he talking I remember seeing that live. He was talking about ways to... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be attentive to your child or something or things that are good for their intellectual development. He's like, you talk to that kid when they're in their crib. You play the radio, the record player, something yeah. really bizarre. <laughs> I was, he was like, trying that, to, I was like, that is my president. He was trying to tell moms to stick their kid in front of the iPad and press play and walk away so that they can watch videos of the Incredible Hulk and Adolf Hitler doing Tai Chi dances together while an Indian family sings nursery rhymes. I appreciate you shouting out my second channel. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you who made yeah. this thing. Well, you get the government you vote for, man. Yeah. 
or don't vote for if you didn't vote. Ooh. No, I don't know. George Carlin said, don't blame me. I didn't vote for these people. Yeah. It's like, what do you need to do? You vote I for voted it. Kodos. Okay. That's right. Probably Simpsons reference. Yeah. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not confident. But um, I am confident in locality. Hmm. You know, I'm not confident in the federal government. But I'm confident, you know, being out in the middle of nowhere. I, I think it's the cities that are in trouble. Voting works if you do it right. If no. you have, like, a local system, and you're like, what do you guys want for dinner tonight? And everyone's like, I want, you know, let's tally it up. And then, so it's not, I don't like, I don't, not that I don't trust voting, but I don't trust that, like, voting another representative into office is going to fix this freaking account, this behemoth. Yeah, of course not. We need to do that ourselves. Well, it was the people we elected who destroyed this whole thing. Yeah, or that we didn't elect, like the head of the Federal Reserve, the, the people that we are appointed by the people we elected. Some yeah, a lot of people. Like the parliamentarian in the Senate. Mm-hmm. There's a, like, a, how many positions are just appointed? Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to be a republic. It's fascinating because you hear this argument about we're not a democracy. It's not supposed to be a democracy. And I'm like, well, if you think about it that way, then the people who win in the democracy, like the Democrats, are just the elites who manipulate and seize power. So I guess what's what, what's the issue then? If we were actually functioning the way the founding fathers intended, one of the problems w- that created the 17th Amendment was that th- the state governments felt the appointments and the federal politicians appointments to the Senate were corrupt. Mm-hmm. So the way it used to be, you'd vote for your state, state representatives. They would appoint senators to send to the federal government. There was concern that people were just buying these appointments, mm. kind of like with, you know, ambassadorships. So then they were like, okay, we shouldn't do this. Let's change it. Let's do a popular vote. Now you've got the problem with the popular vote. I don't know what the solution is. Seems like no matter what you get, you get corruption. Yeah. I mean, that's true. No, yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. There we go. Just yeah. corruption. No matter. But no, I mean, that's true in any system. I think like a, a representative republic works a whole lot better than a direct democracy, though. Yeah, I think so. Well, this has been a heck of a awful internet show, and I don't know, man. We're, all of our redundancies broke. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what you do about it, but uh, we'll, 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 it's end. my fault. I didn't bring the kind of energy tonight that I usually bring. <sighs> just woke up from a nap, a little bit Jeez. tired. I am just exhausted lately, Allowing fellas. yourself to be inspired. I know. Dude, it was a nice day today. I was, was just nice thanking the earth. I was thinking the earth. I was napping. Let me, let me see if you guys can get down with this, that the earth is, is, an, is a, like an organism. It's, it, it is... Like a, a god. I earth. disagree there. That the earth is a god? I was actually going to tweet that out. Earth is a god. I think I was going to I would have been in your replies disagreeing <laughs> with you. You wouldn't have hard <laughs> no, it. No, hard no on that for me. I don't know. It's just such a powerful force and entity and like wind and the, everything moving in unison. I think that you should view the earth as the individual components. Like you can look at the dirt and find these really cool things. Mm. You can find worms. You can examine the grass. You can look at everything in nature and just be incredibly amazed by it. And probably the way Seamus would go with that would be there is an incredible creator. Exactly. Somebody yeah. who put it together every bit of this for every creature that eats the grass and the worms. And the you, you know what I love? Exactly. You know I love simulism, right? Yeah. Simulation theory. So the idea is we're in a simulation. But why would they make that supposition? Why would they determine that the, the, the thing that we exist in, that it's, a, it, that it's a simulation, right? Wait, who's they? Like yeah, anybody, Elon Musk. Okay. He talks about this, right? Yeah, yeah. So they say it's a simulation. We're in a computer program. And I'm like, why, why is it a simulation is like a facsimile representation of something else. So like sim, sim, simulated yeah. flight, right? It's, it's, that the implication is that they know there's a top-level base reality that's identical to ours in many ways. Interesting, yeah. And we're simulated of it. And I'm like, if you believe we're in a computer program, why wouldn't you say we're in a construct? Hmm. 
We are we are living within a programmed construct. So what's gen- a, that's how I see gender, Tim. What's a program? A set of rules and commands that create a system, mm-hmm. a great plan that mm-hmm. was put in place. So it's funny when they say simulation. The only difference between that and saying we are in a in a constructed reality by a greater power is that they think we are built in the image of the reality that we come from, mm-hmm. which it's just religion. It's just yeah, it's it just is its religion own religion. Yes, exactly. No, no, no. It's, it's just it's, a different it's, spin on religion. Yeah. It's like all they're doing is changing a word to make it sound like it's science mm-hmm. when it's still just. And religion. the problem is, it is a simu- We are simulating our environment with our senses. Our senses are like receiving electrical impulses and then changing the way that we perceive the the impulse. And then you have a what's we refer to as a sense. Uh, but that's just a simulated experience. You're taking binary impulses and then turning it into a perceived expression. So we do live within a simulate. Your environment is simulated. But that doesn't mean that simulation theory is a real thing. It doesn't mean it just like what? it is more if I think it would be more of a constructed. No, no. What I'm saying uh, is matrix. If you if it was if, one. If, if, would, you, would you call Grand Theft Auto a simulation? No. Well, that's no. like a driving simulator. You know, that's how I learned. It's a construct. I mean, it's a constructed virtual reality. I guess it's both. So look, I put it this way. But what's sad about? Oh, no, no, it's just that we got to a point where we understood computers enough to where we started describing our reality like a simulation, Mm -hmm. and what they're basically saying is that some higher power Mm -hmm. created a simulated version of their reality for which we live in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, that just sounds like religion, but you're trying to like spin it. And we we sort of talked about this before, I think, in one of my earlier appearances. But people sort of view that as like a more sophisticated approach to religion, but it's actually much more rudimentary because what you're doing is you're just applying all of these human characteristics to God. And so instead of saying like, we are creating God's image and likeness, you're saying like God creates like with tools, the way that we, we create. And he's like kind of disinterested in his creation, the way that we are with the things we create. Like in, in the, the Christian tradition, God created the entire universe. He's aware of everything that's happening in it. He loves us all. He's invested in all of us. If you believe in simulism, you do believe there's a creator, but first of all, that creator is not uncreated. It's another creature like we are, or like we think we are, I guess, if we're only simulated. And who's to say he cares about you at all? The computer developed you. The computer is what's keeping you oh, alive, oh, oh, not oh, oh, him. Do you care about her. your? Do you care about homeboy when you're playing GTA? Yeah, exactly. Uh, not really. Yeah. Like, you don't want to lose all your health, but like you send dude on rampages and then he gets yeah. hit by cars and planes and goes flying. Did you ever play Paperclip Simulator? No. <laughs> you, you play as an AI that's tasked to build paperclips, and then it goes out of control, and you just keep making more and more paperclips, and then you can start breaking the paperclips down to create energy to make more paperclips, and you amass <laughs> all carbon life on Earth to create more paperclips. <laughs> then you go out and send hilarious. drones out into space that make paperclips out of them. No, for real? Yeah. And Dude, at what point do you care about any one of those individual paperclips? Because if there mm-hmm. – I don't. I care that there are 600 trillion of them in my account, mm. but I don't – no, not one of them matters to me. Yeah. Let's go to Super Chats. Yeah, let's uh, do it. We'll go to Super Chats to the best of our abilities because the internet's been all whacked oh, out. It's been, it's been rough, dude. What I woke up at 4 a.m. with the smoke alarm going off. Yes. The fire department comes out. And, like, people are, are just like, I don't want to go outside. <laughs> and I'm like, the smoke alarm went off and the fire department's <laughs> coming. Get out of the oh. house. I, I wanted to vlog it. I got up. I left immediately. Ian started playing drums. Yeah, I, was I, just Ian, I, I was like, I want to go back to sleep after this, dude. You're like, <laughs> 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 could you hear it in the house? Dude. 
Dude, I, I it was know. no. I was still sitting outside. I was oh, like, yeah. I'm just gonna like sit up against there. this tree and get a little yeah. bit of shut eye. <laughs> and then and then Ian's like, I have other plans. <laughs> I am the greatest drummer. <laughs> do an Ian impersonation. Oh, I don't know if I could do one yet. I got to spend a little more time. Let's go read some super chats. All right, for everybody who hung out as long as you did. Hey, thanks for hanging out. I know it's been all wonky. When we upload this to to iTunes and Spotify, you're not gonna notice any breaks. But you will notice us saying things like, the internet's out again, <laughs> a lot, yeah. which you don't hear because YouTube just, like, skips it over. So I actually think, you know, like, we're, we're live for, like, two hours. The YouTube video will be, like, an hour 50 It'll or something. It'll be, like, 12 minutes. It's 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, because the internet cut out so much. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll reach Super Chats and, and Super Chats. And thanks for hanging out. And smash the like button and become a member at TimCast.com because the bonus segment will have no interruptions because it's recorded and then uploaded. All right. And you know what else? Just go to... FreedomTunesMerch.com. You're going to break the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Stairs Into Space Gaming says, Hey, Tim, wanted to say thanks for recommending crypto back in December. Hoping my recommendation for graphene production pays off for you as much as crypto did for me. Also, shout out to my fellow graphene disciple, Ian. Cheers. I, you. I, I, inv- I invested uh, a, a decent amount in a company that makes, crypt- uh, uh, makes graphene. Exciting. And uh, it's, it's done well. What's graphene? It's this don't, stuff. Don't. It's a, don't. It's a single <laughs> lattice oh, no. of right. you know monatomic what? I, Ian, I just remembered. I already know. You're going to – actually, know. I got to go. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was great meeting. <laughs> all right, all right. Image JPEG says, Tim, please get Ron Paul on. All that's oh, going on is on purpose. A history of money and banking in the U.S. shows corruption going far into the past. Mm-hmm. Ron Paul has a standing invitation to come on this yeah. show whenever he wants. I'm a big fan of Ron and Rand. He's amazing. Yep. The Micro Titan says, here is your donation, Tim. Buy a new house. <laughs> um, we're going to be setting up some uh, – we're, we're hiring. You know, I'll just put it that way. I'll leave it there. I won't get too specific. I actually had a question um, regarding the cost of lumber and steel going up. Are house prices also going up as a result or just yes. constructing yes. the houses? Yeah. Yes. So like the value so of the lumber houses. in the house is calculated into the value of the house? Well, so, so here's what's happening. In order to build a new house – it's like thirty to forty thousand dollars more expensive to build the house because of lumber costs and steel. Well, how, so what okay. happens then is a house that would normally a new construct that would sell for two hundred thousand sells for two fifty, which means the value of the neighboring houses is also going to rise at the same time. Because if people so it's it's just market forces. If someone's like, Why buy a new house if the house next to it is the same price? Well, then people don't build new houses. Then there's no supply. Then someone builds a new house, and then someone is forced to buy the more expensive house. And then the people are like, I'm not going to sell my house if the new houses are going for the same price. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask for a premium. So now you've got people in D.C., the famous story we talked about, a million dollars over asking, which was like 25% because it was already an expensive house. Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. It was 33% over asking. Wow. 33% over asking. So people are basically looking at old houses that are selling at like 300 and they're like, based on lumber and steel, that should be 400. I'll buy it. And lumber's up 40%. Is that what it was? 40? <laughs> oh, lumber's no, 300. up 600. Wow. It was 300% a couple, a couple weeks ago. Dude, a month uh, ago. It, the, it's, it look at crypto. Bitcoin, the mm-hmm. price of Bitcoin and lumber are like very similarly tracked together. You know what I mean? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Creepy stuff. There are no coincidences. All right. Let's see oh, what we got. Pioneer Smokehouses says Jim Worthington from Newtown Athletic Club is suing Move On for malicious and, defam- uh, malicious and defamatory. Move On is trash. Everything they say is leftist. Well, I mean, yeah. Thomas B. Moore says Heads Up Ian. Trump signed the Farm Bill in 2018 with hemp and CBD legalization in it. USDA finalized and released regulations on January 15th, 2021. Excellent. Excellent. Evil Zombie Hamster says Was Bitcoin invented or discovered? Glad to see you back, Seamus. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. 
like and to question. answer your question, no, no, quick. No. Uh, I, I, that's a, I suppose late. that's a question we could ask about just about anything that gets created. <laughs> Ry uh, CH says, Ian may be right. According to an article on Reason, Trump had a 9% tax and Biden is planning to double it and make it retroactive to 2019, putting importers on the hook for back tariffs. Oh, wow, that would funky. be such a good idea. Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> I wouldn't the, even be remotely surprised if he did that. The lukewarm gamer says Stephen Crowder had a great Evangelion intor today. Where is your oh intro? Where is your cool intro? The fact you don't have one makes me speechless. Speaking of speechless, you oh, know the rest. Ha gosh. ha ha! It's now available for order. No, um, okay. <laughs> then uh, I absolutely will. We'll do intros. That'll be great. We'll like, do a like Dragon Ball. We'll make one where Ian goes Super Saiyan. Sitcom intros where like we turn and smile at the camera. Oh. Yes. <laughs> And then, like, yeah. Just like the full house intro, yeah! dude. You turn and, and smile. You start with, like, the, the big uh, shot of the big Tim house, and it's like. We'll do a Simpsons catch gag. Yeah. We'll do, yeah. uh, uh, we'll do one with Ian going Super Saiyan. I'm so into it. Yeah. Damn! Fighting Seamus. Okay. Wait, what? She- uh, Android Seamus 17. Yeah, that'll be a character. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'll yeah. have a cool catchphrase and stuff. You'll be, like, Son at the bar Ian. and the, the grind bar, and you'll, like, turn and smile. <laughs> no, no. Ian's. Who would, what, what character would Ian be in Dragon Ball Z? Oh, dude, I didn't or watch Dragon, Dragon Ball Z at all. I don't know it. I don't have cable, Tim. Come on. Yeah, I don't know if there's a character that would represent you very well. Let's get creative. All right. Bringer, a bringer of D says, Tim, FYI, red flannel isn't a requirement, but there's 20 beaver bucks towards the, the lumber, uh, towards your lumberjack future. Go get yourself a good axe and learn how to sharpen and maintain your tools. Most of it can be done with a good file. Well, there you go. What is this? KM says, when is there going to be a stoned Timcast or a drunk one? See Ian singing Grateful Dead or Fish songs, LOL. San Dimas High School Football Rules. There you go. That's a Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted uh, reference. San Dimas Rules. I'd love to have a rock and roll podcast one of these nights. Rock and roll? Yeah, just play some music. Roger B says, I work at a, uh, at a plastic injection company, and it's getting hard to get the raw plastic to run the, non-medical, uh, to run the non-medical part, nor can we get people to run the press. Wow. We bought 3D printers. We got a bunch of them. Dude, yeah. you, ever, have, have, you, you ever see a resin printer? No. You've seen a resin I printer, love right? them. I don't even yeah. know what it is. So resin's liquid, mm. and they use uh, – it's ultraviolet, right? Yeah, they multiple ways, but that's one of them. Ultraviolet light hardens it. So what happens is there's a, there's a screen, and there's resin, and then a plate touches the resin, and then the light from the UV hits the, the, ba- the plate, hardening the resin on the plate, and the plate slowly moves up. It looks like it's pulling something out of the resin. It's crazy. But it's just hardening in sequential order. So, like, as it lifts up, you'll see, like, the figure. And so if you were, like, painting, like, a, if, you, if you were printing, like, a th- resin horse, mm-hmm. you would see, like, the hooves and then the body. And then it would, like, lift up. And you're like, whoa. It looks like it just pulls it out of nothing. Man. Like magic. I think they're making, Rad. like, organic compounds out of, like, chemical resin soup. I could be wrong, but I, I remember seeing, like, resin printers that were printing, like, living structures and stuff out. Like, they just pull the heart out of the goo or something like that or the kidney or something. I think. Andy Plays Game says, Tim, about the sleeping bag thing. No, use Borg alcoves. Much more expensive and a way to sink money. Oh, wait, no computer chips available. Never mind. Oof. Bummer. Dude, we've been waiting for two months on this computer. It's still so not here. Wow. We should buy more computers. You should I, buy I tried it. Dude, they, there was like, the, the inventory is just trash. So we had to, we, had, we, need a, we need a network terminal and we need some workstations. And they're just really bad. It's like the bottom of the barrel at this point. That's rough. Dude. Very weird. And they're saying, oh, it's like demand is so high, but supply isn't caught up yet. And I'm like, yeah. if people can't buy the thing they want to buy, what's going to incentivize them to go make things? 
It's like if I want to buy a computer and I can't get it, then my money doesn't have the same value. If the, if the computer was sitting there shiny and sparkly and I'd be like, man, I got to go get a job so I can buy that computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like no computer the there? way so, uh, technology works is we build it off of what we had already built. So like a laser, you get a, a, a diamond or a crystal that focuses the laser to cut another crystal smaller to make a better laser that can cut the crystal even smaller to make another laser that can cut it even smaller. So you make these better. So if all of a sudden every laser and every crystal was just gone and we had to start from scratch again. I don't know that we would be able to build these advanced machines or without the, without, I mean, obviously we have, if we have the data and the understanding of how to get there, we'll get there faster, but we still would need to recreate the step-by-step system, I think. DJ Maverick says, it's my first super chat, and I was wondering if you have control on what ads you have on your videos, because this ad popped up and it scared me because of what it is. I tweeted at you, can't link it here. Hmm. No, it's all automatic systems. So on the podcast and on YouTube, it's a totally automated system. There are uh, some ads where I literally do the reads, and that appears in the podcast. Those are the ones that are like sent to me, and they're like, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then most ads are just automated systems. Yeah. So it was funny like when Bloomberg was advertising on my uh, my videos where I was like, Bloomberg's trash. <laughs> that's funny. And then a video appears like, I'm Michael Bloomberg. Dude, vote for me. there were Bloomberg videos everywhere for uh, – dude, it was like, like a strange couple weeks. I did – yeah, they were like – <laughs> I did – we we did a cartoon about it at Freedom Tunes. There were just Bloomberg ads everywhere. You guys should check that one out. That's Go look fun. it up. Classic Freedom Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. Bloomberg, Bloomberg invasion. Blitz. I'm Mayor Bloomberg. Ugh. He was. Oh, great. the internet is just so trash right Wacky. now. I'm Mayor Bloomberg, and I'm gonna take all of your guns away by spending five hundred million dollars. Tax the poor. Mm, yeah. I don't know if the internet's down for just us, oh, but no. Google's not loading. Weird. Oh, come on. There we go. Let's see what we got. Oh, cicada tacos. Asian cicadas instead of the local ones. Oh, interesting. Mm. Let me just show you the story real quick. Real quick. Why a Leesburg restaurant plans to serve Asian cicadas now instead of the local variety. They say late last week, the Loudoun, the Loudoun County Health Department told Cochina on Market in Leesburg to stop selling its newly popular cicada tacos. The reason, according to the health department, was that the cicadas, which were being foraged for locally, were not coming from an approved source. What? That's right. You can't just eat and sell grubs and bugs you off the ground. You can't just sell bugs you found no on the kidding. ground? That's, That's really right. weird. That's crazy. So this was happening literally in Leesburg. The guy was going. There's a video of him walking in the yard going, here's a good one, and grabbing a cicada and throwing it in like a jar or something. Ugh. So this was literally happening. And I tell people, hey, don't eat those because they're not properly sourced. And now the health department has said, yes, you can't do that. Tim, you specifically told me to eat as many as I possibly oh, could. Yeah. We need you You're to like, eat You're like, Seamus, just can. go out back. I was like, hey, Tim, hey, Tim, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? He's <laughs> like, just go out in the backyard, eat as many cicadas as you can. I was like, all right. Dude, they're flying around like crazy. Wow. I know. And I was hunting them. I got all sweaty this morning. You were like, clever girl. I had, the, the, <laughs> I had the, salt, the salt gun. Salt gun. And I was like, it'd be, I'm going to put a GoPro on it and make a oh, FPS cool. cicada hunting. First because of all, they're Pete, like is gonna, Pete is going to go nuts on you, Tim. I, dude, that's ridiculous. They're Your pests. PETA followers are all the PETA subscribers. We have so many, yeah. Really. Chickens got to eat. Um, when you said you blasted their wings off, or is that, was that what was happening? You would yeah. hit them with a salt shotgun? And then and they would, would just flutter down. They would like, wow. and then their wings just don't work. And that's then like, they just throw them a chicken flack. For the chickens. Yeah, so like I can so walk more. up and just boop them into the jar and then throw the jar in the chicken coop. And the chickens go nuts and just maul them like mm-hmm. crazy. But the ones that are flying around, I just, you know, pop. You would hit them out of the air? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and then they just like flutter down. Ooh, and then See, killing just... for a purpose is nice, like hunting. 
guess. Yeah, I got is. chickens yeah. to feed, bro. I used yeah. to. I knew kids in fifth grade that would take the plastic bat out and hit lightning bugs. I might have told you guys no. about oh, this. That's how dare yeah, and you. I wouldn't do it. I just felt morally like corrupt by it, and I felt That's all sad, and they didn't up. want to be my friend. But it wasn't worth it. You must serve <laughs> negative you. entropy, Ian. Had we been feeding <laughs> the, the goal. Of, of hunting the cicadas was to contribute to the expansion of chicken kind. Of chicken. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dude, Not just for eggs. the... There's no destruction in it. It was... The cicada was becoming one with the chicken so the chicken could become more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just That's killing the cicada for the sake of killing it's messed up. It Convert is. cicadas to eggs. But I, I do have a rule. The chickens that escape... Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I let them escape. Escape? So oh, you like cicadas. This is cicadas. chickens. Yeah, oh, yeah, cicadas. Cicadas. I was like, wait, what? No, no, no. The chickens are good. Uh, the cicadas that escape. So when I'm, when <laughs> I'm walking, idea. when I'm walking along the bush, yeah, well, I know, but hold on. So what happens is there's cicadas chilling and I'll walk up and I'll boob them into the jar. The ones that fly out and flutter away, I won't go after. You know why? Because the dumb ones, I'm helping. I'm, I'm helping with evolution. That's, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be impossible for you to catch cicadas next time. No, like You're letting all the smart ones go. In a hundred right. years, cicadas are like 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. They're like massive and they're eating it's people. Okay. And it's I, like, why did Tim let them go? Well, this is funny, right? Because with most insects, if you do something like that, you can actually affect their population. But because these cicadas have a 17 year long life cycle, it would actually take quite a while for you to have a significant impact on the yeah, species. Yeah, way more than Oh, years. so if you kill the dom of like... Like roaches. So this is a problem with, with pest control. They, like most pests, like roaches, reproduce really quickly. So if you spray them in your apartment, some small number of them ha- will have immunity. And then they can just reproduce. And then all of the ones That's that like you antibiotics. end up with in the future have immunity. So you have like these super roaches. And that only happens because their life cycles are so short. Yeah. But with cicadas that live for 17 years, it's going to take quite a while to have any significant impact on their mm. lineage. Yeah. Chicken food. Thank you. All right. Entomology. Uncultured Barbarians has next up on CyberTech Bingo, the power grid. Check out the World Economic Forum's Cyber Polygon event coming up next month. Worth anyone's time to see what they're pushing in Davos now. Mm. Roberto Lara says, Tim, make a Fungus Among Us series with Freedom <laughs> Tunes. What? We'll make Let's a talk video about game. it. I yeah. love it. Fungus Among Us. Erica Baum says, Andy, doing what he loves shouldn't be slighted. I understand your take, but not everyone wants to do what you do, Tim. Some people love the live action. Maybe this will make more, uh, will wake up more people to Antifa. See, a lot of this stuff with, uh, with Andy No to me sounds like, uh, tribal, tribal fighting and not journalism. When the left engages in activism and they bar people from filming things under the guise of this person's a white supremacist who's trying to dox us, the left cheers and celebrates it, saying, you, you got to get rid of those bad, evil, evil activists. When someone goes down into a situation which makes it, which deters from actually reporting on what these groups do, and they become the story, it inhibits our ability to actually get the message out. Regular people see stories like this, and it becomes tribal conflict it has nothing to do with news. So uh, the simple way to put it, I went to Venezuela. I got accused of being a spy. I immediately left. Vice asked me to stay and make the story about me. I said no. I went to Sweden. I covered the story. I was a bit of the story to the Swedes, but I was there to report to Americans. And so I report what was going on. And I said, I'm going to do my videos. 
I won't go back to Sweden. I went to Thailand and did a documentary on the conflict there. And afterwards, it embarrassed some very powerful people. And they said, you don't want to go back. So I didn't. When you're, when you're assigning journalists to do stories, you don't send a woman into Tahrir Square because they were literally raping women. So why would you just create that risk? We have security protocols for these things. So Andy is the number one prime target for Antifa. He's allowed to be a journalist. I get that. Women should be allowed to walk around at night without fear of being raped, but rapists exist. So I think personal responsibility exists in these circumstances. At a certain point, you just can't keep doing the same thing and think it's not having an impact. Journalists need to recognize when they are causing the stories to change and they're no longer reporting the news, they're affecting the news, which creates very serious problems. So I don't know what else to tell you. I think Andy should start a 501c3 media organization that tracks left-wing extremism, and he should hire more people to do what he does. In the event that Andy goes out and gets killed by these people, which they clearly want to do, then there's no more Andy No doing any reporting. So I think it's reckless and stupid. I think he has a tremendous opportunity with the support of all of you clearly love what he does to expand his operation and use his experience, his know-how to allow other people to expand. Now, instead of having just one Andy No, Andy can help lead 10 Andy No's. And with your support, helping him fund it, he could do something much more powerful. James O'Keefe isn't going to go inside Planned Parenthood or Facebook or any organizations anymore. He started an organization, he hired people, now they do it, and he leads the charge. That's the, the way it is. The world should be certain ways, but it isn't. The real world is not, you know, what we want it to be. That's just, uh, that's life. Yeah, we talked about last night a little bit. This has been, Andy's been on my mind a lot for about... 10 months because after he got hurt the like last August or something, yeah. it really disturbed me. And there's this like trope of the young soldier, the young warrior prince who like goes out and leads the troops for years and years and years and fights on the front lines, but then eventually retires to the throne room because his experience and intellect is too valuable to risk on the front lines. And, and that on top of being well known by sight, obviously you can't put yourself in danger physically. You need, you need to retire. I mean, that's, a, that's not, a, not retire. You don't need to, but expand. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Do more. If you can become an administrator and administrate other young warriors to lead the charge, that's the idea of the ancient king. You know, yeah. it's the evolution of the, of the young prince into the, the old king. I mean, he, a lot of the work he was still doing was aggregating information and being that source for people. So he knows who to follow. He knows where to get that key information. He's still able to report without being in the midst of like a local Antifa, you know, group or whatever. So now he can actually hire new people who can go down and infiltrate like James O'Keefe does. I guess to Imagine, give context. Oh, I don't know if people know what we're talking about. Andy went um, undercover to a Antifa was in Portland, I think. Yeah. And, they, and then they found out it was him they, and then chased him and, and beat attacked, him, and attacked and they, him. Yeah. Imagine if Andy had an operation like Veritas, where instead of just him going down for one protest, he had 10 people across the country at all of their meetings. Yeah. You'll get people in Antifa that contact you, Andy, uh, via email. It's telling you and giving you undercover stuff. It'll be great. It's time to go big. All right. Let's see. Let's, uh, let's see what we got. Jamie Chaffin says, I was told they already won. I said the wrong doors have not been knocked on yet. They don't understand when they knock on the wrong doors, they will have an answer. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Daniel Young says, Tim needs Starlink or other reliable ISP to stream. We have satellite. We mm. quite literally have a satellite backup. It's not working. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Something happened when the power got knocked out. It affects the whole area for in a variety of reasons. But that doesn't explain satellite. I don't yeah, know why the satellite weird. got not, It's probably our internal network got got frazzled. Be. Yeah. So we're going to have to do some kind of reset. You know, a great it reset? is what it is. <laughs> a great <laughs> reset. It's got to be great. <laughs> Kelnan Telf says, Mike Lindell just sued Dominion for $2 billion. 
His evidence package from an infosec side is a smoking gun showing 555,864 votes switched from Trump to Biden. Basically, if he's not fabricating evidence, it's indisputable proof. So that's kind of a funny statement. If it's not proof, it's proof. We're going to have to see what the courts say and people are going to have to investigate, I suppose. Sol Invicta says, quit blaming banks for people who are stupid and corrupt. The average voter is stupid and corrupt. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's it's tough to say. I think the average voter is self-interested is the problem. Yeah, you want to definitely give personal responsibility, but predator predatory behavior is real a real you know, thing that we need to watch out for. And Dylan says, I am a gorilla, and I just became a member to Tim's website in four juicy bonus segments. Hmm. When you become a member at TimCast.com, we have a huge library of content. We're going to have it sorted better by topics and everything moving forward. We have a, a company that's been working overtime to expedite out the launch of a beautiful, amazing-looking new website. You guys are going to love it. And the Newswire, we're going to have like a newsroom. Still trying to hire journalists. Oh, man, it's so hard. Ugh. You yeah. know, at a certain point, I'm going to have to stop doing um, like one of my shows so that I can you know, do what I'm saying and start focusing on hiring more people. Because so, so long as I'm spending, you know, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. recording and then having only a few hours to do, like, banking stuff, and then I do this show, I don't have time to actually hire and expand. So if I, ad- if I allocated more, like, the mornings to actually hiring people and expanding, then we'd probably way bigger, way faster. You could just hire me to be the replacement, Tim. I'll do those videos for me. You get me a beanie, boy. Got you a I'm beanie. in front of that camera. Just have I'm you do it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have the Illinois boys sub in for you. Some days it's me, some days it's Jack. There you go. We know all your opinions. I'm getting very excited. (laughs) No, I mean, at a certain point, I have to, I have to recognize that. You know what I mean? Is it it effective for me to keep just recording three hours every single day or? What's your ideal, like, um, life? What do you mean? Like, if you could pick, like, it's happening how you want it to happen, what is your, what's a natural day for you? Literally what's happening. But I mean, you you say you need to do less videos to do more administrative. So stuff. I can focus more on hiring people and growing the company. But you like the, doing the videos. Yeah, uh, the, the the challenge is that I stopped doing videos. A lot of the money stops coming in. My dad was yeah. a lieutenant <clears throat> fireman, lieutenant, and had an opportunity to become a captain, but didn't want to because he didn't want to take the desk job. Yeah, he liked being there with men and like leading the group into the house. Uh, I don't know. Diana Cooper says Blackberry rocket 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 smiley smiley smiley. Is Blackberry skyrocketing? Me? Uh, oh. Apparently. Oh, we have a mulberry tree. Oh, I yes, still haven't had do. one. I ate some of those today, dude. Did they're, you like them? Really good. Yeah, they're so kind of bland. Nice. Yeah, tree berries. I mean, they're not incredible, but you know, it's just it's free food from outside. I felt True. like an anarcho primitivist. I was like, yeah, this yeah. is how it should. have. I was, was like, this is what they took from us. There's a cicada, and it's holding the mulberry like standing on it, and you pick him, and you get both. I know. I eat both at the same time, and honestly, they're delicious. I don't know what you guys are talking about with this fungus. That's it's full of amphetamines. So what do you do? Take the mulberries, mix it with sugar. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was just straight up eating mulberries. You take the mulberries. You gotta get the stems off them, and then you like we'll put it in a pan, and you'll put sugar in it, and you just cook it, and put some lemon juice yes. in it, some other juice with it, and then it simmers down. What do you mean? I think that they're not sweet enough. Oh well, you put you put sugar in it. Oh okay. Yeah, just some regular. I'm sorry, sugar what meats. nature has to provide isn't good enough for you guys. That's right. I'm sorry, the food that literally. Just I mean, it's actually you, you know, Whatever. like if you're doing keto, you can have berries because berries don't have a lot of sugar in them. Depending on the berries. Yeah, like mulberries. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not they're not very sweet. They're wow. kind of they have slight. fiber in them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, let's see. We'll do a, uh, a couple more DC Super Chats. Cheryl Lee says, there are also shipping container shortages due to lack of truckers and dock workers. Mm-hmm. Containers aren't being sent back to ports of origin. 
There have been container ships waiting seven to ten days to be uh, to be unloaded at Cali's only two seaports. That's uh, San Pedro and what's the other one? I think there's north. For yeah, the north, there must be one near San Francisco. San Pedro's massive. Where's that? Well, San Pedro, it's like south of LA. Yeah, I, I, I did a commercial out there once on a crazy boat. dude oh, driving cool. past. You're like, that's nuts. It's on. It's on YouTube. Look for the Square Fish uh, Long John Silver commercial. Oh, Ian, there goes your uh, there goes your shipping container idea. I want to build another shipping building containers. material. Ryan C says Ian is Chaozu, and like I guess it's as close as you can get because Chaozu's got psychic powers. Okay, that's my style. yeah. But Chaozu is like a tiny floating little like. Imaginary I, thing. I'd be the guy you find if you're like playing a game and you come up on this dude, this like wizard dude that's fighting off like three goblins or whatever, and he's getting getting beat down. And if if you don't save him, he dies. But if you save him, he joins you. And he's like this weird like wizard guy. <laughs> Mark yeah. Jensen says, as if Ian didn't make much sense before. Try having the internet cut out and then back <laughs> mid rant. Because <laughs> it wasn't. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like, actually, it listen, seems the like... thing about graphene, you got to understand material and it clips. It's like, <laughs> and so when the aliens are coming, I feel so again, sorry for you. And that's when the fungus affected It mostly made sense over here. <laughs> no, uh, I looked at the transcript and actually it never cut out when Ian was talking. That was just how yeah, he said it. confusing. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? The no, internet's trying, been fine the whole time. I'm trying to formulate the thought. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more. Let's see. Legitimate, uh, le- legitimath, legimath, Gion. Regarding what you were earlier talking about, where one day we'll have BLM flags everywhere, and a little while later you need to report to the gulag, I think the language needs a new word. Frog boiling. Progressive, bad faith, harmful aggression. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the frogs yeah. in the pot, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what we got. Sonny James says, did you guys hear, uh, did you guys hear about the actual soil dying in parts? Uh, and useful only for GMO seeds. Talk about the utmost disaster capitalism. Aaron Brockovich sounded the alarm on infertility. Could you imagine if you had to get the government's assistance to reproduce? Yikes. This is like the um, genetically modified corn that would... Uh, are they saying that it would infect the soil and make it so you would need to keep getting that same genetically modified seed in order to grow it in your I area? Guess. Yeah, they, they would do that. They would, it's almost like they hold like the, the farmer, they blackmail these farmers by getting them on this like genetically modified plan and then they they, they can't. They can't. They have to keep buying the pesticides, you know, the glyphosate or whatever. All right, all right, got. Yeah, well, two, two more here. Nicholas Grenier says, "Did you see the Hills poll showing that eighty-three percent of Americans support government action against China if lab leak theory proven true? Did you see the story where Chinese state media threatened nuclear, nuclear war, war if we investigated oh the origins of COVID? Gosh. No. Yep. Yep. Ooh. It's almost like Russia wasn't the biggest threat for all this Dude. time. We were told that Russia was the biggest threat. Imagine Ooh, World War Three breaking out with Joe Biden as president. Oh." Oh hey, come gosh. on, man. Xi Jinping, what are you doing, man? Come on. I'm fire, fire a nuke. Clap for that, you stupid. And then, <laughs> no, it's all like, so Joe Biden's like, yo, you, you made me. Come on, man. I don't want to fire, fire the nukes. Uh, Mr. President, you fired them already. What? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, uh, Trinidad Shabbat of Pressure, Better Calf Care says, I'm all about Biden education camps. We should all talk like him. Huge fan. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, Come on, man. Shout out to Pressure. China. Has anyone written the True Nana Shabbat of Pressure song yet? I thought about Truman and Shabbat of Pressure. Truman and Shabbat of Pressure. I can say it faster than he said it. No. Shabbat of Shabbat. I can say it faster than you can say it. Truman and Shabbat of Pressure. Truman and Nana 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 Shabbat of Pressure. Better care. Truman and Nana Shabbat care. Truman and Nana Shabbat of Pressure. Truman and Shabbat of Pressure. Better care. You too. Smash the like button. Smash the like button. And go if you want to hear me and Seamus just keep saying the same things over and over again, go to TimCast.com for the bonus segment, which will be coming up a little bit. 
Uh, also, it, was, it, it was brutal. I, I mentioned like the fire alarm thing and like going out in the morning. Like my back hurts. Oh, wild. Yeah, that was jarring yeah. getting woken up. I was actually still awake, but that Dude, what do you mean? Jar- yeah, what are you talking about? It was jarring getting woken up. Oh, I, had I was a great still awake. Time last and night. I started playing the drums. <laughs> I saw some firemen. They were cool. exhausted. Yeah. It's brutal because like my schedule is so jam packed. Yeah. I get literally like seven hours of sleep perfectly as long as I'm undisturbed. So waking up at four, I'm just like, yeah, my exactly. eyes are sunken. I'm like, ugh. I know, dude, Tim punched me in the head. It was awful. Oh, I was just brutally beating. Boom. Through the window. I mean, Seamus were like, we were fighting in the air and like clashing. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That was partially And then, you know, he did the big bang attack and I did Kamehameha Mm -hmm. and then like the whole sky lit up and they're like, sorry, I missed this. They still haven't worked it out. Seamus' hair turns blonde. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, ah. And we'll see you all. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, You can follow the show at TimCast, uh, TimCast IRL on Instagram and Facebook. Share our videos. You can follow me at TimCast. Subscribe to this channel, smash the like button, and uh, I am deeply impressed with everybody who watched this broken internet video. We had a massive storm hit us, so we'll have to just like reboot the internet and, and get it sorted. And then uh, uh, just probably set up a protocol for checking audio, visual, and internet before every show so it never happens again. But, you know, we are kind of in the middle of nowhere, so it happens. But, uh, uh, Seamus, I hear you have T-shirts that broke under- broke the Internet. I have T-shirts that broke this stream. So if you want to support <laughs> me at Breaking Tim's Dreams, uh, uh, first of all, just go to YouTube.com slash Freedom Tunes. We make cartoons. We release them every single week, sometimes twice a week. And I also have these T-shirts for sale if you want to support what we're doing. FreedomTunesMerch.com is the website for those. Oh. So YouTube.com slash Freedom Tunes. Check that out. Subscribe. Please subscribe. Trying to grow as much as we can. And, uh, yeah, also purchase some shirts so that we can fund the show. Thanks, Seamus. You're welcome. I love you. I love you, Ian. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming and listening to me talk about graphene and new technologies. <laughs> and I had a great time. Follow me at iancrossland.net and at iancrossland on social media. Uh, you get my music on Spotify and Amazon, things like that. Great. I have never been so happy that I don't live at the studio between the cicadas oh and gosh. being woken up at four in the morning. It does sound exciting, though, I have to say. Maybe I feel like I should feel like I missed out a little bit, but I'm better rested than these guys are. Yeah. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sour Patch Lids as I attempt to overtake Sour Patch Kids. We will see you guys. At TimCast.com in the members only exclusive where Seamus does the whole show by himself. By myself. As Jordan Peterson, Alex yep. Jones, Ben <laughs> Shapiro, and Dr. Fauci arguing with each other. And I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, Thanks insane. for hanging out. We'll see y'all then. Bye, guys. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.